0: I love my dog and she's incredible. She's also a little bit of a pervert. I'm not going to lie. It's disgusting. She's so weird. Whenever we start hooking up, I can hear her collar jingling down the hallway like a prison guard with the keys when they know the boys are being bad, you know, like whenever we start hooking up, she'll start running to the room and we have to close her out. But still, she's persistent. You'll hear her under the crack of the door, just (laughs) Like a detective. It's twisted. The moment that we're done, the moment we're done hooking up, I'll open the door. The dog will come in the room, jump on the bed, and go right to the wet spot. And she's like, get her off the bed. And I'm like, let Scruff McGruff figure out the crime. (laughs) Who done it, Scruff? Was it the ginger general with the lead pipe in the ballroom? Who did it? Hey, this episode of Whiskey Ginger is brought to you by Rabbit Hole Distillery and their original works of bourbon. This is the stuff that I've been sipping on for a while. This is their Cave Hill. What I love about Rabbit Hole is that they view bourbon as an artistic expression. They're fancy people, man. They're artists. A portfolio of a -a one-of-a-kind mash bills using signature malted grains and every one of their delicious small batch expressions is aged in charred and toasted barrels. Some people tout that they do that. They don't. They're liars. Rabbit Hole does. They just celebrated their 10-year anniversary, and unlike most brands, they've been making their own bourbon and rye expressions in Kentucky from day one. Day uno, baby, Kentucky. Uh, Even though they're a new brand, their founder and whiskey maker, Kavai Zemanian. Am I saying it right? I'm trying my best. Kauve Zemanian. Uh, Kauve Zemanian. I'm trying. Uh, He was just inducted into the Kentucky Bourbon Hall of Fame this September. There's nothing else like this stuff on the market. Each of their expressions has won multiple boards. You can check them all out at rabbitholedistillery.com. I've been bragging about them for quite a while now. Uh, Cave Hill is one of my favorites. Uh, It is delicious. It's old school. Um, It tastes smooth and its chill filter, just like it should be. Um, they've got the boxer grail and the derringer, of course, that's finished in those sherry casks. So how do I get this, Andrew? How do I try some of this stuff? It's available all over this great, beautiful country. You can go to rabbitholestillery dot uh, and check out uh, where their locator is uh, and go to rabbithole distillery, uh, rabbithole distillery dot com. Slash drizzly. Uh, use that promo code RABBIT for $5 off your first order. That's rabbitholdistillery.com slash drizzly. Use the promo code RABBIT for $5 off your first order. Jump down the rabbit hole with me. Drink responsibly. What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? Welcome back to the show. If it's your first time joining the show, welcome to the show. We got a good one for you today. My man, Burke Kreischer's on the show, The Machine, The Shirtless Wonder. Love him. Very funny dude. Speaking of funny dudes, myself. Hey, watch my special on Netflix. Cheeseburger, watch it right now. It's available everywhere in the world on Netflix. Please watch it, share it, talk about it, tell all your friends. Enough rambling from me. Let's go to the episode.
1: In here, we pour whiskey. Whiskey, 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 whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. It's sturdy and ginger. Like that, the ginger gene is a curse. Ginger's are beautiful. You owe me
0: five dollars for the whiskey. And Seventy-five. Ginger's, oh hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but I mean it once again today. It's the first time this gentleman has graced our presence on this show. Cannot believe it took this long. Two busy bodied men, one of them touring the world, selling out amphitheaters, arenas, you name it. The other one, Barely getting by in small theaters. It's Burke Kreischer, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>
1: yeah. Thank you
0: for coming. The fun sir. of
1: the fun of the small theater is the funnest part of the business. That's the best part of the business. No, come on. You uh, love no. the arenas. No, I love the arenas. Don't get me wrong. But uh but the most exciting part of my career was the leap to theaters. It was the be- it was the most exciting. It was where everything was brand new. I I, I I put everything, I quantify everything in uh I'm going through a big analogy phrase t- phase today. Yeah,
0: let's get all the analogies out we can.
1: Um if if a, if a relationship if if your business is a relationship, then theaters is getting in her pants for the first time. Oh. It's that fucking, like oh shit, she's letting me like this is cool, Ooh. and then and then you're like oh she's turned on too, oh fuck <laughs> I think we might have sex, but you don't know if you're gonna have sex. Right. Hopefully, hopefully having sex is arenas, and you're like oh my god arenas is anal, and you oh, know that yeah. arenas, arenas is, is, anal. is anal. That's when she opens up and goes <laughs> peel me apart.
0: <laughs> it's open air. <laughs> Uh, let's have a
1: little bit of sip of something you, have, you didn't drink last night so you feel good I feel fun I mean so crazy how good my, my whoop recovery is 98%
0: dude you're a whoop god
1: I, am, I love whoop you guys whoop. are
0: like whoop to the top
1: I love whoop and I'm paid to say it twice a year like I'm paid to say so they pay you to do it on the pod uh, we Tom, Tom and I do sponsored ads I think we have to do twice a year at the yeah. very beginning of October and the very end of October uh, they are sponsors okay but I wear it year round I you love fucking it. love it. I love it. Um, I, I I'm a ride or die for them because it tells me how hard. I, I mean, I could do a read for them right now, and I don't, and I don't even need the copy. I don't even know what the fucking. We don't That's even have a call to action. They're not.
0: They're not my. They're not my sponsor. But they're pretty they're
1: good. They that. say the best one. They say the best, best, best thing you can get to um, deal with your sleep is the Apple Watch.
0: Yeah, someone else said that to me too. Oh, there's also the ring. The 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 Yuva uh, the ring. U, Nuva, Nuva ring. Oh, I think. Nuva's the one that girls. It, Nuva's the that's the
1: one I'm thinking of. Nuva's the that'll help you sleep too, though. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, brothers. So Cheers. Good to you. Great to see you. Yeah. Let's see
0: if you like this. This is Rabbit Hole's finest. It's uh, mmm, this is double chocolate malt cast strength.
1: Wow, well, I like it a
0: lot. Founder's Collection Kentucky I Bourbon like Limited Edition. The boys over at Rabbit Hole sent that to me because I said. You got to give me something better to have uh, for Burt. I can't just have regular – even though I have some good stash over there.
1: You got, you got a really good stash. I really like this setup. Um, Smooth and small and easy. I like it. It's – you know, I, I get – I'm stuck on – and this is a little inside baseball. But if you're a podcast fan, then you would get it. I'm stuck on the days when we just needed uh, an H6 and a mm. camera. Oh, yeah. Those – because – and I say this because the investment – was a roughly around $1,200.
0: Just about, yeah, a couple grand.
1: A couple grand, and you had a podcast. And and then once you got funding, I remember the first time I got a sponsor, it was, uh, I want to say it was maybe like, maybe it was $1,200 a read. Uh, maybe it was left. Maybe it might have been 750 a read. And I did like four reads. And I thought to myself, ah, oh, I just paid off my, I, like I'm making money now. Making real money. And it money. was such. A fu- and every day I did a podcast and I had a read. One read and I was like, I'm making money. It was the coolest because in this business you you have to get crowned. That's the yeah. way this business used to run. You work, you have to get crowned, and once you got crowned, then they'd let you make money and they wouldn't even tell you when your money was showing up. You'd sign a deal and you'd be like, So when do I get paid? And they're like, It's coming, it's Take coming. Take it easy, man. You didn't realize that your manager was getting the money, putting it in his account, waiting for the end of the till the deal was over and giving it, it was such a sketchy. Fucking business, so much of this that the second in this business we could make money for ourselves. And by the way, the coolest thing—I mean, i will I'll tell, I'll talk positive about Rogan forever, but he made sure it happened for everyone. Like he he put everyone over. He spread the love. He spread the love, and he and it wasn't he wasn't stingy with it. But I and I miss those days. I miss those days so much.
0: Simpler times that I, I have.
1: I have a hard time getting used to where we are today. Right, like where you start adding employees and then. You start going, what the fuck?
0: Like the big P that you brought.
1: Yeah, like well, he was hes the greatest thing that ever happened to me. Uh, that kid.
0: Better than your wife or your kids?
1: Uh, but Definitely better than my kids. Definitely right. better than my kids. <laughs> those, fucking, <laughs> those fucking chest weight vests. All right,
0: check this out. Gun to your head. And somebody's like, hey, man, your wife or, or P? Oh,
1: I mean, she's 52. She, yeah, the she's kid's almost, got a life ahead right. of him. He's, he's 27. He's fucking... Yeah. <laughs> get rid of her and me and him run pussy up and down the fucking coast. Oh, Are you I thought, kidding? I thought you were going to switch teams and go oh, start fucking no. him. He's no.
0: fuckable, though. He's a cute kid.
1: He's, uh, he's He looks like Jon Snow. Yeah, he does. He's he looks like Jon Snow, and he doesn't know it. He doesn't know well, that he he's a good-looking right kid. Now. No, he can't hear us. Okay. Um, but he's a, he's a, but he's the the best fucking guy in the world. He For whatever reason, whatever happened to him in his childhood, he, takes, he likes to take care of people. And I noticed that. I worked with him on Go Big Show. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Are you one, doing that again? No. And no. And then one day I was we shoot we were shooting late and I was walking back to my dressing room and he said, Hey, I they already did dinner, and so I just ordered for you. I, I got I went I ordered from three different places and I got you a mix. I I figured you could sample a little bit. And he didn't know that I do that when I go out to eat by myself. That <laughs> I order three meals.
0: You do? Oh, three entrees?
1: Three entrees.
0: And you just pick, but you just t- try all, and then the one you like the most, you keep. What I do?
1: No, no I just eat, uh, I eat a little bit of each. I, I go. <laughs> I'll eat I the, thought you were going to say I eat but, them all. I, eat I, all, I, them all. Well, I, I have eaten them all. That's, that's how I started gaining weight. Is I was ordering, I was de- definitely ordering two, and so, and I and I sat down, and it was it was great. It was a uh, it was shrimp. It was a shrimp skewers, which was fucking awesome. Uh, it was Mediterranean food, and mm-hmm. it was a burger, mm. and I was like. I was like, this kid thinks the way I think. And then when I, I need an assistant, they were like, do you have any ideas? i I'd go, there's this kid in Atlanta that I'll, I'll reach out to him and see if he wants a job. And he came out. He he moved out and lived with me in my tour bus. Didn't even have a house for like fucking six months. Just lived in my tour bus. What? And then we get him a hotel when he was here. And now he lives out here full time. He's the fucking greatest. And so I'll lose him. I'll lose him. Yeah, I'll you lose will. Him. Well, he's too will. good. He's too good. I may, I may snag him. Yeah, I, I, someone's going to snag him. Because he's good like that. He's just he just he's smart and he works hard and he thinks about other people first and he and he he's never once gotten upset. He doesn't get too drunk. The other night we were doing edible roulette where we put edibles in a basket full of gummies. Yeah. On the bus, Maddie Smith with us was with us. She was like, "I say we do edible roulette." So we had other gummies. So we threw these things uh, in. It was uh, it was ten milligram gummies.
0: Those are pre- That's pretty good. It's pretty Not strong, bad.
1: yeah. And so we put them in. We shake them up. And we all go in. We all grab one. And no, you had to close your eyes. And then you put it in your mouth. And the second it went in Pete's mouth, he goes, I got an edible. <laughs> and, then I was, and then it's in my mouth. I like, go, oh, you can taste it? And then I taste it. I go, I got an edible, too. And Maddie's <laughs> like, I did, too. And Moses Storm's like, I got one. And so all four of us, and there were other people that picked them. And they're like, we didn't get it. We didn't get them. And then Maddie goes, oh, I misread the package. <laughs> what? She goes, there are 100 milligrams. Shut the fuck up. I,
0: Holy I
1: shit. I swear to God, (laughs) and Pete just goes, I'm going to my bunk, guys. (laughs) see you in the morning. Good night. Didn't say a word. Didn't get angry. Got in his bunk. Went to sleep. Woke up the next morning. He goes, I'm still a little high, but uh, let's get some shit done. And I fucking got in my bunk like I was time traveling. You ever (laughs) see those fucking... You ever see that Chris Pratt movie when everyone goes to sleep, but he wakes up early? I woke up in the middle of the night like Chris Pratt, walking around going, do I wake someone up and force them to be in this hell with me? Or do I just fucking die by myself? Die by yourself, baby. Be a soldier. Die alone. Joey Diaz... Joey Diaz uh, was in one of those. Take I, the hit, cocksucker. Die he, alone. Joey Diaz, we did. we did. Uh, so I'm sorry, Joey, if, if you listen to a story you want shared. But this That's is such we. a good story. It's such a good story. So Joey Diaz, we all go to do the first night of Fully Loaded, and Joey Diaz <laughs> eats a ton of mushrooms. <laughs> and I go, hey, Joey, we're getting in the bus. I mean, it's going to be. Are you sure? You go, yeah, cocksucker. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. It's a long ride, huh? It's a long it was a seven hour ride. In no, the bus, dude. And he's on mushrooms. No. And he's a and he's a bigger guy. He's got a sleep mask. So he really is like Chris Pratt in that movie. He's got the mask <laughs> the <sleep> on, <laughs> he's in the bunk, and all this all I just hear is go, I hear, pull the bus over, cocksucker. I'm done. Get me a fucking hotel room. <laughs> he's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And then he go. they go, we go sit up front, sit in the front seat, and he sits in the front seat and he goes, It's fucking rape. Right. It's terrifying to sit in the front seat of a bus in yeah, a jump it's not seat. Fun. It's terrifying. Not fun. You think you're going to die at all times? Yeah, it's yeah, and then you look at your bus driver who's on the phone FaceTime with some fucking chicken, and he's like, hey, yeah, yeah, uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, the rumble strips. <laughs> but that's how good that he is. He didn't even get. He didn't even get. Uh, See,
0: I don't like getting too high on edibles and trying to lay down. I have to live alive with it because yeah. people that can go to sleep, no way. When I lay down on edibles, I feel like, uh, honestly, dude, I always feel like I'm tilting or tipping. And it feels like I'm on like, you know, you know, the moment you lay down on a water slide, you know what I'm talking about? The moment you lay down and it goes over the edge, that's how I feel the whole fucking time. Like I'm continually being pushed over the edge and pulled back and pushed over the edge. It's
1: a very, it's a very good, it's a, by the way, I I'm rode, giving you analogies I though. water, I rode water sides for a living, you know, for travel channel. I rode roller coasters and water yeah, for a yeah, living. Yeah, yeah, And there is a moment when you, especially on a steep water side where, When you lay back, you let go. You go, I'm out of control. I will be going as fast as this body can go. And there was one we did in Butler, Ohio, where you went and they shot you up in the air.
0: That's awesome. And
1: so they were like, uh, I think you went face first. Cedar Rapids? No. uh, Butler, Ohio. Uh, was it was, it? It's it's a, it's it's actually it's not a park. It's a an adventure camp where kids go there to learn to skateboard, uh, like wood BMX. Work. And so they it's it's fun as fuck. But they had a slide, and it teaches you how to control your body in the air. And you would go on your stomach. And I was like, oh, I just want to sit. And they're like, don't don't sit because uh-uh. if you sit, you're you're gonna flip back. And you're gonna land on your head. Yeah. They go no. go on your stomach. And I was like, yeah, but I can't control my speed. And they're like, that's not how it works. <laughs> I did one time. I did. Uh, we jumped off a. a an arch, the, uh, the Corona Arch, I think, in in Moab, and they had what they had done is the arch is so the arch is. I'll see if I can do this right. It's like this, right, or it's like this kind of, yeah. and then this is a big mountain, and you climb up it, and you get here, and then they have a rope here that loops under here, right? So you swing, and that then way. you tie onto the rope, and you dive, and you swing under, right? Right. So I'm putting on a helmet because in case I get it hurt, and the dude looks Creighton Baird, he goes. Eh, don't put on the helmet," I said. "Huh? Who is this guy? He go, he's the expert, and he goes. Oh. If something goes wrong, just die." <laughs> I, said, I said. "What?" He goes. You don't want to have a head injury. Get hurt be waiting for four hours as they try to get out to It'd you. Be a
0: vegetable while you see, feel a helicopter coming. You don't want that in your Fuck life. That. Just go. Just yeah. go. Take the hit.
1: Take the helmet off. And I was like, I'm, I'm wearing the helmet <laughs> because I have a bald spot. <laughs> That's why. So I was like, I don't want to look bald. It's my baddest moment ever. Right. So, when,
0: when you're all crippled yeah. and they are like, Jesus, I didn't know he was that bald.
1: <laughs> so, but yeah, he's a gangster. He, he didn't complain at all. We all ate 100 milligrams. What's funny is when Maddie said that. Moses Storm was eating a second one, thinking there were only ten milligrams. Dude, Does this and get he, off his head? <laughs> have you never met Moses?
0: No, no, no. But I mean, what is he oh. doing? If he ate one, stop. Why uh, were? Maddie, Maddie goes.
1: One? Well, I can't let you go alone. She ate another one. No, dude. They they ate so much marijuana. It was fucking. And we we laughed. We laughed so hard.
0: Was, Did you ever have any moments of shakiness where you're like, I'm too high. I'm too high. I'm too high. So
1: what I do in those moments is I just out drink it. So alcohol is driving. Yeah, I like always trust alcohol. You're
0: you're right though. This is this is our cocaine for guys like you and me. Like, a lot of people will do a bump of coke to like you know center themselves. I'll do a little bit of whiskey or something, and I'll go. All right, I I know where I am again.
1: Even when I'm, even like, so like I have I have anxiety, and when we did Sober October, I noticed Joe and I both noticed. We were texting back and forth a lot that my anxiety would go was gone. It was gone entirely, and I was like, that's fucking crazy. And then when I started drinking again, and I started very slow, oddly enough, I drank a couple times, since was my birthday weekend right after Sober October, and then I went back on the wagon for like 17 days. And, cause I was really, I was finding I was very happy. And then I went on the road, and I was like, I went on the road after I did my special, and I was like, you're writing new material. It's, it's, it's gotta feel like a party. You gotta really enjoy gotta it. Have can't fun. can't feel like work. You gotta be able to smoke yeah. weed and drink after the show. You gotta enjoy yourself, and then that's when we had the 100 milligrams. But this, sometimes it writes the boat without even a buzz. Yeah. Like you get to the airport and you're like, like, I don't feel good, man. That was a long night. I'm tired. I'm feeling sketchy. And then everyone's like, anyone want a Bloody Mary? And you're like, "Uh, yeah, I guess. And then all of a sudden you're like, you can just hear it go. And you're like, oh, okay, I'm good to get on the boat. I can get on the plane. I don't even need a ton sometimes. Like the other night I, I had one double jack on the rocks, uh, it, in the first class. Like, I don't drink in the airports anymore. I try not to. Um, and so I had one on the plane, and it just went. It just calmed it down, and I passed out. And I sat for the whole flight, and I was like, that's what I'm fucking talking about.
0: Because you still got anxiety on flights.
1: Yeah, bad. It's I wish, I wish I could get After rid of it. After
0: all these years. Do privates make you feel weirder? Because they're <sighs> oh, tiny. Fucking Dude? horrible. Are you flying commercial at all anymore? Say no.
1: Yeah, no, I fly commercial. I fly, I have a hard time. I have, So I have a deal. I have a, This is going to sound... Hang on, let me I have a
0: little. deal. Sip with the pinky up before you say that. I have a deal.
1: I have a deal with my business manager that technically if I fly commercial out, I can fly private home. Cuz that's the flight home you want. That's the private flight you want. <laughs> sure. Round trip is round trip's more expensive or is less expensive if it's a day trip, if you're in and out, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. That it, it doesn't but it doesn't make sense. None of it makes sense. But on my flight home, I can always fly private. But If I want to, usually. I mean, I would never pay t- to go from fucking Bangor, Maine to LA. That's, that's insane. That's deep. 85 grand to fly from Alaska to LA. Oh, I'm, I'm never going to do that. Never going to do that. I'll so fly. So much money. I'll fly a connecting commercial flight through, whatchamacallit, into Burbank. It's like so much nicer. But I can. and But I still don't, because I have a hard time. I know I can afford to do it on most flights. But I have a hard time because I just go but that's like one of my kids tuition. <laughs> yeah. Like that 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 I'll yeah. never be that guy that can't see or I could just buy a car when I get home? Yeah. Like it that that is so fucked up to me so I have a hard time doing it, but I have done it. I have done it. I really uh But how many more years of kids tuition do you really have? Two more. Well, and well, technically, well, two more. I guess Georgia's is going to have three more years of college, four more years of college. She's going to make it through. I don't think Isla's going to go to college. I think we'll invest in a business for her yeah she's you not, get
0: her you get her something
1: make dream catchers in fucking Santa Fe <laughs> <laughs> she'll be is that so her shit is she like that she is just she's very artistic and she's very uh, she's just a different kid she was never the kid she's, <laughs> she's not gonna be a doctor she's not gonna be a doctor <laughs> she's not gonna be a lawyer you neither don't want her neither that's yeah. what
0: the good thing yeah. was our parents were like these but, guys are gonna be f- something fun
1: yeah I, she would never be a comedian she would make a great comedian uh, only because the way her brain thinks is so bizarre, um, like Theo. <laughs> honestly, yeah. yeah, like Theo. I mean, I got to be honest with you. I could do this for days, but I was, I was at ground zero when Theo started becoming Theo. Like, meaning, meaning, like when everyone started realizing how funny he was. I was there, like I want to say, two years before. It was when we did Reality Bites Back with Amy Schumer. Yeah, and motherfucker, me, Amy Schumer, and Chris Fairbanks. Each of us were like, "There's something special about this dude. Special is right. Like the way his brain works is so fucking off center.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That
1: you're that you couldn't help but go. I- Honestly, is it a bit in here? We pour whiskey, whiskey. Hey, do you have unwanted subscriptions?
0: Stuff that you're like, why am I paying for that? How long have I been paying for that? I had that, and boy, oh boy, was it a stupid. A huge waste of money. That's why I want to tell you about Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. All in one place. It's incredible. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, myself included. I'm sure it's you too. Uh, like that streaming service you bought to watch just one stupid show on. All right, It was one show on Disney+. Plus. I never wanted to watch anything else again. Just Mul- Mulan. Uh, or that free trial that you uh, never even used. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you. You can stop paying for the ones that you don't want. It's incredible. The average person saves about $720 a year. Your boy saved, I think it was $300 in subscriptions that I was... Uh, I was pawning off money to for no reason. I got tricked. I got duped. I got bamboozled and I did not like it. If you are somebody who has subscriptions, I promise you there are ones that you are not using, you don't know about, and you're probably paying for. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person 720, like I said. You got to try it. You have to use it. If you're someone that's a subscription-based person, which we all are now, try it out and see if it can help you clear up your subscription services and lower your bills and monthly payments for life. Stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses in the easiest way by going to rocketmoney.com slash whiskey. That's rocketmoney.com slash whiskey, rocketmoney.com slash whiskey. Hey, this episode of Whiskey Ginger is brought to you by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash whiskey and get on your way to being your best self. I want to tell you, uh, I've been talking about online therapy for a long time. I don't know how you guys like to get help, but BetterHelp um, is incredible at trying to make you be at your best. Um, you're thinking about giving therapy a try. BetterHelp is a great option. I enjoy talking to someone from the comfort of my own home, uh, my bathtub. Sometimes I do it from my backyard. Sometimes I do it on a little walk, on a little jaunt in the neighborhood. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and it's entirely done on the internet. You fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So my whole thing is, I don't want to wait in line somewhere. I don't want to go to an office. I don't want to be under weird uh, bright lights uh, other than doing this show. I, I would rather be comfortable when I'm speaking to someone privately about my issues and what I'm going through. And if that's something that's interesting to you, uh, but you are threatened by therapy because you didn't want to go somewhere, well, hey, you can do it from the comfort of your own home. How do you give it a try? Uh, here's the deal. Here's how you get better help. You go to uh, BetterHelp.com slash whiskey today. Uh, if you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash whiskey today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. Uh, better dot com slash whiskey.
1: Ginger. I like gingers. Like, is it a bit or is it him? Like, you could like and I then think you're like... I think they've blended. I, I think, yeah. I no, think that, that's. The the, I think he's become... I think he stifled a lot of the... Of that of his personality earlier in his career, earlier yeah. in his life, but I think now he's who he is. Who he is? I think he's I think he's brilliant. I love that guy. I
0: love him to death, dude. My dad, dude. My dad. <laughs> oh,
1: we got high and did those. We did theoisms on the bus. Shit, where I grew up, Come we ahead. had two muskrats that fought a squirrel, and they got a guy paid five dollars to let you watch him. <laughs> he had a hat made out of tin. That guy was crazy. You know, we got struck by lightning twice. Get out, bro. <laughs>
0: Fucking my dude, dude, this is crazy, man. My, my my brother-in-law, and I didn't even have a sister, but this dude I knew next door to me, used to eat scrap metal for dinner. For real. They'd heat it up. I mean, like his, yeah, his logic is illogical. That's why it's perfect. Wait, I need some advice from you, by the way. Shoot. Me and the bobe, me and the little noodle are going to take a bus tour for Bad Friends this year, this I of 2023. It. I love it. Give me the def- definitely do's and definitely don'ts for the bus.
1: When? When are you doing it?
0: March, April. March, April is the tour. All of March, all okay. of April. Oh, wow. What are we talking?
1: So No shitting don't. on the bus. Okay, so who who's coming with you? You bringing the whole crew?
0: No, so it's going to be me, Bob, Juicy, Jetski, the comic. Uh, the, do you know her? Do you know Jetski Johnson? I yeah, Juicy Jetski Johnson.
1: Just saw her on Instagram today. She's fucking oh, okay, awesome. I, I'm going to say two things. I saw her name like 2 months ago yeah, and I loved it and yeah. I was like I was like I'm in I'm in Penske. I don't even know anything about her I am in yeah. today I saw her do stand up on Instagram and I fucking laughed out loud and I went fuck she's good like she's, she's very funny. yeah she's funny
0: and she's got her own style which is very cool the, the cool part about her is like her vibe is very unique it's it's her own yeah. thing it's extremely organic like it's not put on but so it's going to be her uh two members of our bad friends production mm-hmm. and then um Two videographers and one sound guy because we're want we want to film the whole fucking thing. Fuck yeah,
1: yeah. So I would do for number one, I would do um, I would do a crew bus, like all tour bunks, all bunks. Don't do yeah. a star coach. Do all bunks. All sleep on the bus. All live on the bus. Yeah, um, it's favored nations in that way. And what will happen is, and this is what I did when we did fully loaded, and when and when we did hot summer nights is when I came up with it is I was like, if you're all living on the bus, then first of all you save money. Everyone lives on the bus. You save money. Yeah. And, and then it becomes very affordable. The second everyone starts getting hotels, and you can get hotels here and there, but the second everyone starts getting hotels, then a bus doesn't even make sense. Just fucking fly. Yeah. That's my, my this, and by the way, this is the way I, I do it. Everyone stays in the bunks. Everyone lives on the bus. Every now and then, you can get a crew hotel. You can get, like, meaning, like, we'll get a hotel for the night if you guys need a shower clean up. Yeah, that's if you what I get to to yeah, do, yeah. Yeah, but don't, if second you get everyone hotels, it's a fucking nightmare, and then everyone disappears, and you're like, what are you going to have the bus for? Why don't we just get a fucking van? Have everyone on the bus. Uh, I would be turning out content daily. Do you have an editor on the bus?
0: We're going to have someone that's doing it there and dumping footage back to L.A
1: Uh, as long as you have someone there who can do promos for the shows that need help because that is that was the game changer on Fully Loaded is we brought two editors we brought uh, so to piggyback and they slept during the day. And when we drove, they edited at night, all the video we shot Jesus. and we would inc- increase ticket sales on every venue just because our output, every video we put had every video had at least a million views. And it was, and it was all about the next night where we were going the next night, how much fun we were having in the city before what we did after the show, all the stuff. And we were posting it on Instagram and it drove ticket sales. We set record attendance in every ballpark we did. Wow. So, so, so that is, that's the key is I look at it from business of like, have them working and turning out videos to promote the upcoming shows, live on the bus. Um, and, 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 uh and where you, and, and are you staying on the bus the whole time? Or are you flying back in and out?
0: We stay on for the majority of the time. We take one big break, have to come home and do a bunch of stuff because of uh, filming yeah. something and then go back out again
1: uh film everything you're gonna have the best time of your life yeah we can't wait i mean it's gonna be we already got into a couple
0: fights already which is b- me and bobby for sure but bobby's gonna
1: be tough
0: uh trust me i know he's gonna get a hotel every time yeah and, there's
1: no doubt about well you gotta we well, gotta make sure that like like joey I, I mean i'll say this you know i told when we did fully loaded i said anyone needs a hotel i'll get you a hotel sure if you don't wanna live on the bus you don't have to live on the bus i'll get you a hotel and there were people that definitely were like it's not my vibe joey would be like dog david tell i'm in a hotel you yeah. get on the bus, drive with us to the next city, but he wanted a hotel for the day, and I totally get it. Not everyone's me where I just I want to be in the thick of it all time. Shane Gillis, I want to be in the thick of it at Nikki Glaser, fucking Mark Norman, Big J Okerson in the thick of it. But yeah. you know, you, you you just respect everyone's boundaries and go, yeah, I get it. And then uh God, you're gonna have so much fucking fun are you getting it wrapped? Uh-huh.
0: Well, we were thinking about it, but Hold then up. I said, "Stop, stop, stop." My stop.
1: only worry stop, is, stop, stop, stop. People are going to see your is... fucking shit. Aren't they going to come up to you and bug no, the bus? They don't come no, up to the bus. It's just fans, and it's not a pain in the ass. What you'll see, what you'll notice, is like it's worse than people. It's it's made out to be worse than it is. What'll happen is you'll notice it'll be cool moments. Like I remember this dude one time we were in uh, Knoxville, and we're sitting in the bus, we're all bullshit, and it's like four o'clock, and I see this dude out with his uh, daughter and his wife, and he's. I outside my bus with his shirt off getting a picture. Mm-hmm. So I go, oh, fuck it. So I sneak around the corner, I have my shirt off, and I go, hey, man, no pictures by the bus. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so... And then his eyes light up, he loses his shit, and then his <laughs> daughter starts crying, and she goes, he loves you. you. We can't make it to the show tonight. We have we have to go to a, a prior engagement. But this, he made us drive all the way in here just to get... Those moments yeah. are fucking worth it. Yeah, And the fact that it's promotion. When you drive into the city... People see it. People see it, and they're gonna sell tickets for shows. It, you will get people after the shows knocking on the door, and you say no. You say, oh, man, this is my home. You can't come into my home. Yeah. But but it's I would rap it, and I would make the rap so obnoxiously loud that it's a joke. Don't try to be cool. Make it obnoxiously loud. Yeah, ours is. Our, oh, our, our faces. fucking rap it with Bobby half-naked laying all the way down the bus. <laughs> I'm telling you because what will happen is bus drivers will take pictures Everyone will take pictures of that bus. That's yeah, true. And then all their friends, they'll post it to social media. Look at these lunatics driving next to me. Right. And it all sells tickets. I mean, there's a method to the madness and, and there and then there's straight madness. I, I believe in the madness also. But like I would definitely wrap it.
0: All right, we're gonna fucking wrap it. And we I have would pictures wrap of him I on I wrap in it. lingerie. So I would wrap it and
1: then I would sell the back, back, back part to a, to someone's podcast. To somebody else's podcast? Yeah, I did it. <laughs> I did it for my wife, and Rogan mocked me forever. Wait, you put you put her I, podcast my whole rap's on. on the thing on, on the back where all the smut comes. I yeah. put wife of the party. So and funny. She was like was it her face. It's her face <laughs> It's on the butt, the butt, of, the butt ass <laughs> of our bus. She's the butt of your bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. the butt of your joke. Oh, you're gonna have so much fun. Get I all can't your. Can't wait. You're gonna have a
0: blast, man. Oh, I'm fucking jealous. I, well, I mean, you live this life. This is your whole fucking thing. You're never not on tour, right? I uh, mean, how did you even find time to go do that fucking movie?
1: Uh, what was during the quarantine? Oh, that's right. Yeah, the question is the next one. That's the tough fucking sell. Machine two. No, we'll know the next the next movie I do is like trying to carve out time. Mm. When I mean, you know, I mean, you know more than probably anyone what a movie pays versus what the road pays. Yeah, it's not even. It's not. It's not it it's doesn't almost, pay. Is what the, but the, the answer it, is it doesn't pay. And it almost makes it to the point where, where, like, if you said it to your dad, he'd be like, "Why do you do it?" Why would you do a movie?
0: Well, yeah, it's hard to describe. It's because yeah. it, because you're like, it's it's Bobby and I still have that. Bobby still has that old Hollywood thing where it's like he just wants to do stuff, and I just I always liked making shit TV and film. Yeah,
1: well, you're really good at it, Grazie. Like you're re- you are legit so good on camera that I go, yeah, well, yeah, that makes sense. You have an opportunity to be a huge movie star. For the majority of us, for the majority of us, just uh, it's just tarpon fishing. Yeah, it's like it's like. You can't eat the tarpon. You just land it and then put it back in the water. Maybe get a picture with it. Like you're going, like legit. You're going legit tuna fishing every time you go out. You're like, oh shit, let's cut it up on the boat with some sashimi. And I'm banging out analogies right now. I know, I like I'm it. Killing so much. these analogies.
0: Which, by the way, you're a big Florida guy. You're a boat guy. Nothing like catching fresh fish, cutting that bitch up on the boat, eating it right there. I got the fucking hiccups.
1: It wasn't. It wasn't. We didn't do that in Florida. You never did that shit. Why? We couldn't in Florida. Our fish aren't. They're fish you can't just cut up and eat. Really? You're not doing that with Spanish mackerel.
0: What's wrong with mackerel?
1: It's it's just a shit fish. It's like a shit fish, and so a shi- you're not doing it with barracuda. I think that's. I mean, the most of the shit you can catch swordfish. Swordfish. Uh, I don't think you can catch swordfish in in Tampa. Really? Yeah. A lot, a lot of so, definitely not swordfish. Yeah, swordfish. No. I don't know where swordfish. Where do swordfish? They live? Swordfish are in. Uh, I think they're in Hawaii and they do bait runs where you can get in the water with them, and they yeah. swim around the bait fastest fucking shit. Um, I see that, but like, I that's know. where you can do that is Hawaii. Where you can do that, you, you can't. A note to the listener, you definitely can't do that with salmon. Don't ever think you can catch a salmon and cut it up on your fucking boat and eat it. There are worms in salmon, and you have to freeze that. You have to flash freeze it first, yeah. and then let it thaw to kill those worms to eat it. Don't ever Eat salmon raw. That is my... If you take one thing away from this... Because you've done it. Uh, no, I had a friend do it. And, it. and
0: bad news bears.
1: Very sick for a very long time. <laughs> and Rogan, the worst one is Rogan had... A, on Rogan's podcast, Steve Renella was talking about a guy who... Uh, they were all camping and the guy caught a salmon and, and everyone else caught trout. So they were cooking it by the fireplace. So he catches a salmon, right? Flays it up. Butter, uh, lemon, pepper. Puts it in the in the fucking wrap. Puts it over the thing. Starts eating it. And as he's eating it, he's like, "What the fuck?" And it's worms crawling all out oh, of it. And bro. he said he just tried to throw up. He just killed like a bunch of whiskey and just, just to kill the fucking worms and throw up. And it still made him sick as fucking shit. Don't ever eat salmon. But fucking tuna. I did it with. Uh, I did Tuna's it with, straight tuna. I did tuna. I did it with. Uh, I might have done it actually. I did it with something in Costa Rica, but it's the coolest thing in the world. I remember hearing about it for the first time, the same way I heard about playing with a girl's tits, and I was like, I would love to do that. <laughs> I was in seventh grade, and I was like, well, you can play with her tits? And yeah. they are like, that's part of the thing.
0: Name the girl in sixth or seventh grade who had the biggest tits. First name. I don't have to have her last name. Julie. Natalie. Oh. Everybody, dude, it was insane. It's like fifth grade when we got to junior high, the moment we all got there, it everybody
1: was like, what the fuck
0: happened? What I, happened this summer?
1: My buddy John was dating her. And I remember thinking, he may be the... The way you look at a millionaire and go, <laughs> God, man, that would be nice. That'd be so right? cool. That'd be, I would, yeah. wouldn't mind being a millionaire. That'd be cool. And then you're like, I would love to play with tits. I would love to play with her tits. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I could never get those tits. Those tits will never be mine. It's better than me. Yeah.
0: And now you're a millionaire and you get to play with it. And my wife has the best, best tits. tits. She does. We've she has all, the best. There's a picture right here. Put right here, uh, the picture right
1: here. Please. My tits, please. Someone please Photoshop it and just, but I can <laughs> I can describe my wife's tits. Here we my go. My wife's got uh, Selma Hayek's tits.
0: That's good. Those are, that's great.
1: When I saw... Teardroppy? Vanilla, yeah, a little teardroppy. But yeah. when I saw Vanilla Sky mm-hmm. and she got naked, I went, those are her tits. I actually got Leanne, a lap dance. Leanne, your tits I, are on TV. I got a lap dance from a girl that had my wife's tits the other day. And I was with I was with all the people I work with. <laughs> Maybe this is a bad story to tell. No, it's we were, good. We, we were at the Alaskan Bush Company. <laughs> and this girl came by and I said to one of my buddies, I go, she has Leanne's tits. Those are Leanne's tits. And he was like, oh, three-way lap dance. So we got fucking three strippers and all got lap dances Fuck from yeah. them. And I was like, keep staying over here. You got my wife's tits. She's like, I'm
0: Crystal. You're Leanne. Do you should have been like I want a picture of your tits to send to my wife. I forget do you want her some
1: name. More? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sheila. Yeah. Her name was Sheila. No, her dad was in the military. I learned a lot about the strippers. I How do you know so school. much about these women? I listen. I talk. I'm not. I'm See, not. I don't like love a... strip clubs. Oh, I love. See,
0: them. you know what's so funny? I like the. I like if I can smoke a cigar and like hang with people. I like if it's a crew. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, I don't go by myself. No, no. But you know what I mean. Sometimes a co- a couple I have of gone times, by myself. Yes, when I was managed. younger, we all have. When I
1: was younger, I'd go, I would go by myself in Umbros and be like, just uh, <laughs> try to take my pants off with your butt. I just think it's like one of those things where it's got to
0: be a big crew. I mean, I'm saying yeah. it's got to be like a party for me. It can't be like if it's me and one or two other dudes. I'm no. like, I want it to be a lot of people. So it's a, a, it's like part of the show. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're all doing the thing.
1: They brought me on stage. Uh, I. I took my. Sh- there was a, it was. A, I, you like, didn't take your shirt off. Of course I did. I <laughs> ruined strip clubs now. I've ruined strip clubs for a long time because I was. There was two 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 parts of my career. One one when I was on Perth Concord, the television roller coaster thing. Yeah. Uh, all the strippers' kids watched it. I went with, me and Brad Ernst went to a strip club and they were like,
0: "Oh, my son sh- loves you." Do you mind if I get a
1: picture? And I was like, "Sure, I don't mind." And because I definitely wasn't taking pictures with people at the time. And then they'd put on all their clothes and go outside and take a picture. And Brett goes, you're the fucking worst. Everyone's putting their fucking clothes on to take a picture with you. <laughs> and then this last one, uh, they didn't even put their clothes on. I got a bunch of pictures of strippers and they're like, it was, by the way, uh, for the record, pictures in strip clubs are, you can do that now, apparently. That's a no, thing? No one gives a fuck. I have not gone to a strip club where someone didn't take a picture with me uh, in a while. It's been... Yeah.
0: That's great. I thought, for, I, every time I've ever been, I always think they make such a fucking big deal about phones.
1: No. Sometimes they would it's come And filming around. the
0: girls. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah,
1: like yeah, they yeah. would, and, and I'm I'm assuming taking pictures of, but I've, I've never had a problem. They've always, people have always taken pictures. I mean, I'm just didn't know what to do with it.
0: My cousin uh, for a while was running the gambit, uh, working in strip clubs. And he would always, whenever I get went to Vegas, he'd be like, come, come, you know, come hang out. Yeah. It's so funny to be that side of... The...
1: Wait, is it a boy or a girl? It's, dude, he was okay. a DJ. Okay, oh, okay.
0: But, like, it's so funny to be on that side.
1: <laughs> like, that would be weird to see your yeah. cousin naked. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Like, ah, oh, no, no, you look good. I no, mean, no. technically, you're... My wife's like, yeah, you're kin, but you ain't blood. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Go home. Go, go ahead, home. Go home.
0: on. Moe back. It's funny to see it from that side, because I see him go, and he DJs. And it's like... It, it's just wild to be inside baseball, because then the girls treat you like they would if they met you out at a coffee shop. Yeah. And it's so funny because I'm, it's like, I have that angle in, but also I'll go there later. And then if they don't know that that's my cousin, they think I'm a, they treat you like a customer. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, they yeah. play both sides of the ball. It's kind of fucking wild to watch and how they treat you differently. It's so interesting. And then the shit that they'll tell you about which customers, because they'll all be candid. I'd be yeah. like, well, you know, like, who are you fishing for? She's like, oh, we're both picking on this guy right here. And, like, they know exactly what they can get oh, out really? of them. it. dude. Dude, they are fucking snipers. So those girls, the veterans in that game, know, exa- they know exactly what they can get out of certain guys. Dude, it's impressive as shit.
1: There was a hot uh, Puerto Rican one in Vegas that, man. As a pro, like I grew up in Florida, so strip clubs are different for us in Florida Yeah, and that we ended every night at a strip club, like meaning girls and guys. Like West Palm, if you went out in West Palm, everyone ended up at, uh, 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 as there's a strip club there that we'd all just go to. Yeah, And everyone went there, the girls, and it was party, and you get lap dances, but like chicks would get lap dances with you. It wasn't like a big deal. And in Tampa, that's the strip club capital of the world. I mean, the 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 second you turned 18, that's what you did. Before you were 18, you had fake IDs to go to strip clubs they never checked. And so, um, so like as a pro of a strip club, yeah, well, I got taken for so much money. <laughs> What's Just, the most you've ever dropped at a titty bar? Well, that that's not fair. Uh, well, I, the most I've ever dropped where it mattered was yeah before you got money fifteen hundred dollars. That's a fuckload. It was a, it was before a, it was, you
0: have money. That's a shitload of money.
1: It was nineteen ninety nine in New York. At scores. scores.
0: I was just gonna say it had to have been scores,
1: and I had money. I had some money from like TV. Maybe it's two thousand. Probably two thousand. I had money from TV, but not a lot. And uh, we went to a strip club, and and Chris Rock had just someone had just done a champagne room joke, uh, right? There's nothing happening. I, think, happened that, to the I cham- think it's. I think yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, I want. I've never even heard of a champagne. They didn't have that in Florida because in Florida literally, it was like fucking no holds barred. I mean, yeah. It was like, there was no champagne room. They just, there was lap dances. It was full touch. It was full nudity. It was full alcohol. Was right. everything.
0: It, everything so, is a champagne.
1: Everything was a champagne room. And then when you go there, you're like, oh, so I just want what happens in Florida in the champagne room. And man, the time just got away from me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, and nothing happened. I didn't fuck her. I didn't come in my pants. I didn't fucking play with her tits. It was just a different room yeah. where you just paid tons of money. And I just... We were Private. talking, and then all of a sudden the bill came, and I was like, I remember being like, I do you take credit card? And my buddies had gotten in there, and I was like, I got everyone. And uh, uh. It was just a fucking nightmare. But the but even, like, we went in Vegas, and uh, I, I, I the thing I like to do in a strip club, especially, like, I went with uh, a big TV guy, big TV guy, uh, I won't say the city or the TV guy's name, <laughs> but I went with the big TV guy's son.
0: Tyler Perry's kid. Go ahead. Tyler
1: Perry's kid and I were in, in Louisiana. And uh, he said, he said, hey, man, my son's coming to your show. Can you keep an eye out for him? And I said, yeah. If it's OK, can you bring him backstage? I go, I'll tell you what. If you're cool with it, I'll take him out. We'll party. And he was like, he, was like, he will fucking love it. It's the only reason I know this guy is because his son's a fan. He told his dad, yo, you got to do a show with this guy. His dad's a pretty big dude. And so I saw. i t- take him out. So I take him out. And it was a gangster move, and I like, this is what I usually do in a strip club. Went over to the manager and I said, here's $1,000. Can you have girls just keep everyone company over there? I don't need lap dances. Just let everyone, make sure, as many girls as that takes care of for the evening, for, you know, for the next five songs, 10 songs, have them keep company. If it's like, you know, just make sure all those guys are all in college, make sure they feel like they're, they're studs. Yeah. And he's like, gotcha. So I give them $1,000, and they stayed the whole night. These girls were fucking awesome. They were beautiful. And they were like, do you want a lap dance? I'm like, I'm good. If anyone wants a lap dance, they can pay for it themselves. But like, just stay around. And we drank. We had a good time. And that's my normal move.
0: That's Uncle Bert. That's being I, Uncle that's Bert. What,
1: I, I do that every time. I like to go up, uh, eat Mark, Mark Norman's bachelor party. I was hey, just going up. I'd give people we did, $100. Bucks. Hey, we were
0: good boys. We didn't do anything wrong.
1: I, I'd, give people, I'd give a stripper $100. bucks. i would go, uh, give him four dances. And she'd be like, Done. And then just go grab them. Because that's the way you want to get a lap dance. If someone pays for it. Sure. And then you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I, he did it. And so that was happening at Alaska Bush Company is I was just doing it for everyone. I'd go, my cameraman, I did it for Pete. I did it for everyone. i just go up to a stripper. Here's a hundred bucks. Grab one of the guys.
0: Have you uh, no, Nothing for you, though. You no, just I do lap dance
1: every now and then. You do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it's got to be fun for me. Like, because I'm not... Uh, because usually I'm doing it with a big group, yeah. you know. So you, you gotta have like a little bit of like a little bit of decor about you, yeah, Cooth. So like I'll tell you, a perfect. This is a perfect lap dance. This is maybe my favorite lap dance ever. We're at uh, I think it's I think it's uh, Christie's in uh, in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I mean like Fort a, Wayne, Indiana. I mean I want to sure. give I want to give the name a, pl- a proper shout out because place because it was. They were so cool They it come to my Fort show Fort Wayne Fort Wayne, Indiana I'm gonna look it up while you say it Hey Oh, he wasn't with us I don't know In here We pour whiskey, whiskey
0: Hey, you know what I'm not a fan of? I'm not a fan of stiff dress shirts I hate that Sometimes when I go back to my dad's house I ruffle through his closet And I see all these old starchy shirts As if they've uh, been dried outside In the freezing cold And that was uh, the old dress shirts That style is dead, baby uh, now, with Mizzen and Main, you can look like a sleek, sexy, cool, comfortable dude all at once. That's why you got to check out Mizzen and Main, the inventors of the performance fabric dress shirt. Um, they combine the comfort and flexibility of your favorite athletic wear with the fit and style of a custom dress shirt, lightweight, breathable, moisture wicking. By the way, Mizzen and Main's clothing will have you looking great. Basically, they make really comfortable shirts, dress shirts that you need to try to actually believe. I can tell you firsthand, Mizzen and Main dress shirts are actually uh, the best dress shirts I've ever worn. They're by far the most comfortable. They sent me uh, golf shirts as well, stuff that you can wear uh, out with friends. You can wear to an office, a meeting, work, uh, out to a bar, on a little date. Uh, Or you can get a little jogging. If you're at night and you're like, you know what, I bet you I could run in this dress shirt. You can they're machine washable. That means uh, no more expensive trips to the dry cleaner. Um, it's incredible. Uh, I love Miz and Main. I really appreciate them fitting up your boy because when I want to look snazzy, I throw on one of those at a nice dinner. When I want to look sloppy, I wear what I'm always wearing. Uh, if you don't wear dress shirts, uh, don't wear Miz Main. You're making a big mistake, all right? Uh, I have a bunch of them, and they're so comfortable, so delicious, so wonderful on your body. If you want the best cold weather clothing, check out Main right now. If you go to mizzenmain. use the promo code whiskey. You are going to receive twenty five dollars off any regular price order of one hundred thirty dollars or more. That's twenty five dollars off when you go to m i z z e n a n d m a i n. dot com. Use that promo code, baby whiskey. Hey, you got feet, right? Even if you don't, I bet you still like looking at shoes. And let me tell you something: Vessi shoes are so comfortable; they're incredible. I just got my pair uh, sent to me from Vessi, and I slipped them right on, and they're a game-changer, baby. Uh, I've been wearing Vessi shoes now around the crib, out in the backyard to play with the pup, uh, and they're so, uh, so easy, slip on and off, so comfortable. They're probably the best shoes that I've ever worn. All the features of a rubber winter boot built into a sneaker. 100% waterproof, not water-resistant. Waterproof, baby! Water ain't getting in. Where are you at? Water, you're not getting in. They have a uh, lug rubber outsole that gives you extra grip in wet conditions. I like uh, juking with the dog in the backyard. And added lining inside for extra warmth in the cold. They slip on and off. It's quick and easy. And you know me. I like slipping on stuff, okay? If it's complicated, I ain't going to wear it, all right? I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not doing it. I want it easy as I can. And this, they, uh, that Dymatex super soft knit material that keeps your feet warm in the cold, Cool in the warmer months doesn't feel like it should be waterproof but guess what it is it doesn't feel heavy and it's not that's why I love Vessi they're smooth and sleek and small they're very comfortable they're very easy to slide on and they're waterproof uh, and they're very durable they also have many other styles of shoes to choose from uh, but they're my favorite I leave them by the front door and I take them in and out when I take the pup out check them out in the link Vessi.com slash whiskey for a pair of your own Vessi shoes Uh, click the uh, Vessi.com com. Uh, slash whiskey. Use my code whiskey for 15% off your entire order. Free shipping to C-A-U-S-A-U-J-P-T-W-K-R-S-G-P. Thank you again, Vessi. Use my code whiskey for 15% off your first entire order. Free shipping. To kR and S G P, go get some besties.
1: Ginger, I
0: like gingers. Dude, you should do a. You should do a bird travels to titty bars across titty bars across. I don't. We don't
1: do it enough. I don't do it enough. It's just. It's just. I have such a fun time at those places because everyone's inhibitions are gone. Yeah, yeah. The second you walk in, everyone's inhibitions are gone. You're like, fuck it. We're having a good time. And usually what will happen is like they'll hit us up at the show and be like, yo, if you guys want to come through, and this will come through in a second. This is one my favorite one. Manager and some girls come to the show. They come to do the meet and greet. This is back when I did meet and greets and you do raffle tickets for meet and greets. And they're like, yo, we have a great strip club. Why don't you guys come through? And it was the last night of our tour and we were driving home. Uh, and so I was like, you got to fuck it. And it started snowing. I was like, do you guys want to just go to a strip club? And they're like, yeah. So we go there. And I do the same thing. I throw money around. I make sure that all the girls are paid, and all the guys are getting dances, right. and you know, make it rain a couple times on stage. Right. Have fun. It's, a, it's it's minimal money. It's minimal money that to make have a really great time for everyone, for everyone. For yeah. everyone. So then, I'm talking to the manager, and a girl comes by, and, she, and it's snowing. So she's in full fucking winter gear, and she goes, "Holy shit, you're Berkshire." And I went, "Yeah." She goes, I was supposed to go see you tonight, but I had to fucking work. And I was like, oh, I'll I'll be back, I'm sure, again soon. And she goes, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I wish I would known you were coming here. I wouldn't have cut early. I I would love to have given you a lap dance. And I said, actually. Good news. Good news is I have a joke about this that I've been working on that's never worked. Because my problem with strip clubs is that they're already almost naked. But that's not reality. So, like, if you're going to find fantasy and tap into my reality, I want you to get – totally naked i want you to have a ski hat on some boots a belt i want to see the imprint of the belt in your <laughs> stomach the way you do with a real woman like those are the sex, i'm waiting for this here's the name of the strip club
0: but yeah go ahead go no ahead. it
1: wasn't the bush factory so so uh i said so i'll give you a lap dance i'll give you it was a hundred lap dance 20 bucks I, I, i'll give you a lap dance I want, i'd like one right now but i want you to i want to see you take off your winter coat and she was like, are you, are you being serious? And I was like, yeah, but I had a bit about it. So I want to, I, w- I would like, to, maybe the bits are off. Maybe it's not sexy. Maybe it's not. Yeah. But I, so we did it like right by the door. It, was, I mean, it wasn't like anywhere, it <laughs> wasn't even like anywhere intimate. It was right by the door. And uh, she starts giving me a lap dance and she has a hard time dancing in her coat. Like she's just like, <laughs> and she's like, I, I got to take this off. But the second she said, I got to take this off. You saw the person. You didn't see the stripper, you saw the person, right? right? And I was like, whoa, that's really like when you see like a person being a person, right. then that's actually where you fall in love. And I go, that's the fantasy, not the, uh, do you want to suck these titties? That's not real. That's not real. That's no. not a real fucking Nobody thing. Says that. And by the way, don't suck their titties. Everyone sucks their titties, you're gonna don't get a cold. Suck you're gonna your get a kid. you're gonna get a cold. So she takes off her coat. She's like, hold on, let me find a place for this all regular things that a woman would say and I was like oh my god this is like crazy so then she's (laughs) like she's like dancing and then she goes um let me take my shoes off Like she's talking to me and she's like, Hold on, give me a second. And she like bends over, does her shoes, and then she's dancing again. And then she goes to take her shirt off and she goes, Oh shit, my bra doesn't match my panties. And I went, This is the hottest thing I've ever fucking seen. And we were laughing so hard that she sat down for the rest of the song and we just drank. Uh. And she was like, I can't fucking do this. I can't fucking do this. This is way too vulnerable. And I go, That's the thing. That's the, That's thing. the fucking thing. That's the. It's you know someone told me that guys only go to a strip club to to tell hot girls no right because they yeah. never get to their whole yeah. life but that was the so much better was like it was almost like saying hey can I go connect with a person for a little bit right because we we laughed so hard and then the other lap dance I got there that night I go to by the way I won't say now I definitely won't say the name of the strip club but I go over to the corner and the uh, and then th- this girl beautiful girl goes. Uh, this one's on the house. And I was like, what? And they go, it's from the management. Thanks for bringing everyone here. Because we also say it, the thing. We'll be at the strip club. Yeah. So it's fucking loaded. And I was like, oh, OK. Oh, yeah, sure. I got a left now." So what are the parameters? What are the rules? I just don't want to know. I want to know what's. And she goes, oh, you're famous. There's no rules for you. I was like, what? Jesus. She goes, yeah, you can. I mean, you're famous. You can do whatever you want. And I was like, OK. And so I fucking FaceTime my buddy, Cowhead in Tampa. she's. what are you doing? I go, I'm facing my buddy. I'm just going to let him watch. <laughs> she was like, wait, that's, you can't do that. And I went, hold on. You said there was no rules. So there's she no was fucking like, alright. So he's like, hello. And I go, cowhead, I'm getting a lap dance. I thought you'd enjoy this. <laughs> 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 she's like, like, why don't you, in- you just suck my tits he's, instead? Yeah, he's laying in his bed going like, huh? But that, I think that's the fun of it. Like, my wife's totally cool with strip clubs. Does yeah, not give same. a fuck. Because the whole thing is like... Because it's fake. I'm not, Yeah, I'm not going there to replace her.
0: But you're also um, not going yeah. out on a date. You're not doing anything that's like intimate. And it, it's, 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 um, you ever go to those plays, the interactive plays, uh, like, uh, uh, drown, uh, Sleep No More? Do you know what yeah. Sleep No More is? No, yet? I don't know.
1: But I know you mean like the dinner theaters are like, someone's murdered somebody. Yeah. And you
0: walk through an entire room. Yeah, you like you're not seated. Yeah. Dude, it's, they're, they're Sleep No More makes one of the best. This one called Drowned Man that I went to in London. And it was wild because they were like, are you guys comfortable with, Um, touching the actors may touch you they may bring you into separate rooms and like obviously everything is everything everything is pg-13 but they're just letting you know and you say yes you sign a waiver and all this shit this woman pulled me into a room lifted up my mask because you all wear masks kissed me and then closed the mask and then pushed me backwards through this thing into this other room it was the hottest coolest shit on earth and my wife was like what happened and i was like do you want to know? And she's like, Yeah. I'm like, she lifted up my mask and kissed me and threw me in this other room. And she's like, Fuck, I want that. And then so, I want that too. Well, then you're like, on the hunt. Too! And you're like, and Then you're making out with everyone in the cats. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so fucking, but it's, it's like, it's like, it's all entertainment. None of it's like it, you're. You're not taking this home with yeah. you. It's just yeah. like a moment in time, and it's as it's as fucking minimalistic as it's you know a small peck on the lips is like nothing. But strip clubs like that are to me in the same way. It's a joke. It's all a big. We're all in on the play.
1: Well, so, there's something to be said for the, for the, like what was the there was a a a a, a live experience that they had in in Vegas where I. I fucking wish I remembered the name of this, where they were all on bungee cords coming from the ceiling, I'm and they would punch through the, the. there was a, a, a paper ceiling. It uh-huh. started off, you sat in a room, everyone's in a room, and, and there's a paper ceiling. And then, all of a sudden, music starts playing, light starts going on, you don't know what's going on, no one tells you anything about this. LaGuardia, La, 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 I think it was like LaGuardia or something, Not and the then all of, of a sudden, <laughs> someone jumps through, come, they're on a bungee cord from the ceiling, they jump down, they grab someone in the audience, and they take them off into fuck the fucking off. things. And you're like, what the fuck? It was the coolest thing I've ever seen. And the whole yeah. time, they're running on the walls. They're jumping from the ceiling. They're all on bungee cords. And they I remember he grabbed someone from the fucking audience and lifted him out of the room. And I went, it was fucking insane. But you're right. There's something very primal. It turns it into like, hold on. What is this? Like that's what I I I gotta be honest with you. I that like I remember feeling that when I first saw stand up and you watched brilliant crowd work and you were like, you were like, dude, this guy's just fucking talking. Like (laughs) how how does how do you get your? I remember first time seeing Chappelle and going like, how does he get his brain to do that? Yeah, it's but it's you're right. I I wish uh, I wish I could add that into my my. uh, fucking act you may
0: what about by the way speaking of Chappelle have you seen Ingram our, one of our good buddies comedy star Rick Ingram open for those he's guys he's open for Chappelle and I Dude, saw, he does yeah. crowd work the whole time and they follow him with a camera so the audience can see who they're talking really? to yeah it's like super. I mean I don't know if they're doing it at every venue but from what I know I just was texting with Rick um, and he basically like because his the crux of what Rick Ingram does if you don't know who that is look him the fuck up he's incredible he's fucking brilliant he's one of the fastest sharpest and also well formatted uh live joke writers like he's doing crowd work but he's also formulating the jokes as he goes and they'll have a camera where they show who he's speaking to so there's relevance because dude in the venues you play same as those guys people can't fucking see who you're talking to that's Uh-oh. it's impossible when you're like look at this fucking guy Sixteen thousand people are like what where i
1: mean well, i'm I say this i'll say there's a couple people rick ingram in bag yeah, there's bag a couple people that too. when they do crowd work it's it's Different. not bullshit crowd like if i do crowd work if you see me do crowd work, it's bullshit crowd work. Yeah. It's me asking you a question I have a joke for. Right, right, right. right, right, right. <laughs> it's not real crowd work. It's a setup, setup. Yeah, yeah. yeah like I'm, setting you, setup, I'm setup. setting you up to set me up. Hey man, do you eat pussy? Oh, I do too. I like to go. Aah. Let like, me you tell you my
0: favorite thing about eating pussy and then off into the bit.
1: Yeah. It's uh but like I get excited for Rick Ingram because it sounds silly that that like I was like, I was like, yeah, one of the good guys won. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, because he because he's been at it for a long
1: time, and, and then you see him on these things. I saw, I saw him in a picture in a suit on stage with all those guys, yeah. and I think a Billy Goat or something. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, shut the fuck! Like, finally, someone's recognizing like the those guys. And I mean, those guys because you know, sometimes you'll see them pick guys, and you're like, you're like, oh yeah, they're all oh, their friends, or whatever. Yeah. But then when you see that, you're like oh, they saw him perform and they were like, that guy's fucking brilliant. I
0: think Rock, I think the story goes that Rock saw him, you know, a few times at the store and was like, this motherfucker is, what a a great, unique act. Like, you bring out, I mean, props to you, seriously, because you bring out so many fucking people on the road with you, like talented people that you give platforms to and show off. So, that's, because that's, I, I think some guys Look, and it's not no criticism against people that don't bring out anybody, but it's huge, man. Like it's supporting the game, the community, the thing.
1: Well, I was the opposite for a long time. You know that you like never brought I, people out, never brought anyone out because I I thought the job, our job, was to foster local talent. So I was like, "You well, that's to, beneficial too." It is, but it's such a fucking shit show. Yeah, you, you, you never walk, know what you are going to get, and you are walking. Well, never going to know what you are going to get, and you are walking into a scenario where usually you are walking into a fucked up comedy scene. Yeah. where everyone's fighting for the weekend with you. And so all of a sudden there's this bunch of this infighting where everyone's talking shit and then there's drama and then you're in the bar at the end of the night and comics are fucking fighting and they're yelling and you're like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. I don't want this in my life fuck the drama and then and then sometimes you walk in and they're fucking cunts and they're like trying to blow you off stage and they're do- doing all local material and you're like sitting there going hold on like what am I am I the asshole you're going yeah. long you're selling merch in the middle of your fucking <laughs> feature set. And then buy a day, shirt
0: in the middle of Burt's show. Go to the lobby, buy a yeah. shirt, come back.
1: And then you, and then then there's the the sweet spots where like I met Dave Williamson in Miami. Yep, I met He's Shane Shane Torres. I met Shane Gillis in uh, Philadelphia. I met Shane Torres in in Portland. Uh, I met. Uh, I met Jesus Trejo out in Oxnard. So dope. So, like, so sometimes when you foster local talent, you find the dudes that are your ride or die. Steve Fury I met out in Oxnard. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, these guys got really great comic insights. And you're like, oh, yeah, please come out in the road. With me. If I can bring someone and they can. And then you get some fucking total cunts. Like Dude. The biggest cunt move is when the fucking, the guy calls the club and he's like, he's like, hey, I usually open for Bert and I'm going to be in town. Is it cool if I host for him? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, and then they're like, oh, sure. And then. And then the club calls you and they're like, hey, man, we got dot, dot, dot to open for you. And you're like, oh, cool, I know that guy. And then you don't realize he's working your weekends. Yeah. So, and then you're like, God, you're opening for me a lot. And he's like, oh, I mean, the club requested me. And you're like, oh. I don't like when they
0: play each other behind each other's back. They go, he said he already reached out to you. That's the fucking through. It's, it's the same guy. It's yeah. the same guy. It's the same fucking guy. By the way, speaking of dickhead, and I don't remember his fucking name, and I wish I did because I'd call him out. But when I did a weekend before, I deserved it in Ybor City, in Tampa Improv. I know his name. I know his name. He, this dude who was there, dude. Look, I was a young comic. (laughs) I know his name. (laughs) I was a young comic. I was a fucking wet behind the ears. And dude, look, when you first start doing those rooms, you're so nervous and whatever, blah blah blah. And I'm not kidding when I say this. I couldn't. This 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 sounds fake. As he's he's doing his local bullshit, and as he brings me on stage, I am not kidding, Bert. He shook my fucking hand. And then he goes, follow that. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I, it didn't even shake Do you, want, do you want me to say his name? Sure, if you want to, go ahead. I
1: feel bad. I mean, I... I <clears throat>
0: it, it's up to you if you want. I, I don't remember his fucking name. But I know his name. You know who he's talking. Yeah. About. Anyway, that fucking cocksucker, it enraged me. I still had a great set, but I thought, what a fucking cunt. What a dickhead move to try to get in my head as I go on stage. Because... He looked at me like you're just some asshole from LA who yeah. can't fucking do an hour. And of course, even though I was a young comic, had a great fucking set, ripped, did well. Yeah. Oh, that killed me, dude. That irked me.
1: Yeah, that, that's. Uh... And I had
0: to be alone. That's the problem. I couldn't bring anybody. So it's me and this dickhead. He doesn't talk to me after the show. So I'm by sitting, the way, you know,
1: the, that, this business used to be littered with those people. And and I'll and I'll, I'll give you a story. I'll, I'll let you feel better about that story. Yeah. <clears throat> that same guy worked with me one weekend. And he said to me, he said, uh, and and I worked with him, I got put with him so much that I became friends with him. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And he's actually a really good guy. He really is a good guy. He's just, he couldn't get past the fact that we were being brought in right. and he was there. Why right. wouldn't he do it in the weekend? And he came up to me and he said, I just don't get it. I don't understand why I'm not further in the business. And I'll tell, I said, I'll tell you why. Instead of coming in and fostering friendships with all of us, you combated with all of us. Yeah. And now none of us want to help you. Yeah. none of us want, none of us want to work with you because you make it difficult. And I'm at a place now where I go, you're not, because th- when you're young and you go in and it's intimidating, they crush and it's all local shit. And you're yeah. like, and then I go, you could have just been really fucking cool. You still were going to work. You could have bombed and work. you're, you're an alcoholic and they, and they still work you. <laughs> and, and, and you could have been cool. And then you could work with all of us. And he was like, for real. And I was like, yeah. 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 Like it happens for people. It happens for people. Um, but uh, I'm trying to think of a, fu- like, I mean, I t- think of the names I just said. Dave Williamson, I met him in Miami and he just was like, he's funny as fuck. Cool, dude. He could have just fucking done all local Miami shit, put the gas on and buried me. And he didn't. He was like, hey, you want to get lunch tomorrow? And you're like, yeah. And he's like, oh, I know a great place. You know, I right. live down here. I'll pick you up. And you're like, oh, cool. And then all of a sudden you make friendships for life. Shane Torres, uh, to this day, I remember working with him, and he was like, your friends with Segura, right? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, can I tell you my favorite Segura joke? And I was like, please. And this is, by the way, when Segura and I were not headlining. We were barely headlining. Right. And he told me a Segura joke, and I fucking laughed. And then I was like, I was and like. And a Segura joke? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Segura's joke was, and uh, and keep this in. Uh, he, goes, <laughs> he goes, it was when Segura was, he was doing crowd work with a girl who was dating a black guy, and he said, uh. Where are you from? And he goes, Manchester. He goes, No, nah, I mean a real black guy. <laughs> the kind that grabs his dick and licks his lips. <laughs> and I thought I laughed so fucking hard. <laughs> I love mm-hmm. so hard. It's so Tommy. Yeah, Because to he grew up in South Florida. Yeah. So, like, he, he, and he played fucking football. So, he only grew up with like that black dude. So, when he talks to like, like the guy that does F1, he, that's not the one he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, so, yeah,
0: and yeah. so,
1: uh, and so Shane and I became friends. Shane's like, uh, you want to go to strip club after this? We went to the one in Portland. There was one right down the street, the Fairmount Lounge. Fairmount, Fairmount Lounge, yeah. And we right. went down there and we hung out. I think Amy Schumer came down there, met up with us. She had Mark Norman with us. Mark, Norman went back to my hotel room, cool as fuck. Yeah, meet Mark Norman, become friends with him. Shane Gillis in, in uh, I went and did Philly. This is when I used to do the Call and Sick to Work show, and I was like. I was I came in, I was like, I've been drinking on th- on stage. Let's start on, on radio. We used to do shows. For those of you don't know, I'd go and do radio. I'd drink on radio. Courtney Love was there that morning and I got fucking wasted on radio. Then I went right to the sh- went right to the club and I'd start drinking at the club. Everyone would show up at like ten in the morning, start drinking, and then the show would happen at like eleven thirty noon. And I got there at ten. And I was like said to said, Shane, I was like, Let's start drinking. Now listen. Shane could have very easily. Everyone knows how funny he is now, but he could have very easily been like, "Nah, I think I'll just blow you off stage." But instead, he was like, "Fuck it," and he, we got wasted. <laughs> and he was like, "I bombed my ass off, like," and he didn't give a fuck about that show. He gave a fuck about the f- meeting, the headliner, and hanging out with the headliner. Right? We partied all fucking day, and we're friends to this day. I mean, yeah. the, like those are the guys that fucking make. Do you think any? Do you think Rogan remembers anyone that tried? to blow him off stage? No. Yeah. It was the guys like us who just went up and did what we did and we kind of fucking floundered at times or we did good and he didn't give a fuck. He was like you're a good guy. Those guys never they never got it. And and thank God I was never one of those.
0: Well, you cared more about ha- because you cared more about having fun and making the world of performing fun because when you do when you do that, someone said that the other night, when it becomes too much of a job, when it's too much of a job, you're not doing comedy anymore. When it's yeah. just a job, when it's just a job, when it's like, this is a gig, it's like, well, then it's not comedy. Then you're then, it, then it's like saying you're a machinist. It's like, well, I, don't you want to, don't, this is, like, I used to say this to my old man a lot. My dad used to travel out here because his second job, the second half of his career, because the first one he got fucked, he got fired, it was insane. And he took this other gig and they were based here in um, Newberry Park, which is like way West Valley. Yeah, And he would come in and I'd be like, hey. Let's meet the fuck up. You're in Chicago. I never see, it. you know, like when yeah. you come out here and he'd be nervous. Cause he's like, it's, I'm pulling all nighters with these fucking guys and they're making me work late and blah, blah, blah. And, and I was always like, this is your life too. Like that was a big thing for us to have to, for him to reconcile. I was like, dad, this is your life. Like I'm your son. I live here. Yeah. Sometimes fuck the thing. Sometimes fuck it. Let's. So of course he was like. Yeah, yeah, all right, where where are you? And I was like, meet me at Morton's. There was a Morton's in, in like Westlake Village or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I go, don't drive, because yeah, had a company <laughs> car. I said, meet me at fucking Morton's. I Uber out to fucking Morton's, way out in Westlake. He Ubers there from his little, his little, and we sat by the girl who plays piano at, Mastros, sorry, Mastros, Mastros. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah Mastros, yeah, yeah, Mastros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we sat by the girl who played the piano, and we got fucking, ripped he didn't even need a steak because he was drunk singing with the girl and of course he's like she's the most beautiful singer i've ever seen i'm like dad <laughs> she, she, this is like my dad's strip club mastro's the singer yeah, is like yeah. his titty bar yeah. he's like i'll check her home i'm like you're fine dude just chill out he was singing with her and he i mean i swear to god he might have put 300 400 bucks in her fucking tip jar because he was like she's the most
1: talented singer i've ever seen i'm
0: like dude
1: <laughs> i've done that so many times <laughs> you're like you're i've
0: but that was it. I was like, dude, this is your life. That's why I, we, like when I go, my boy that you're talking about, your version, Chris O'Connor and I became, and him and Shane are really good friends, both, you know, yeah. Philly together. And Chris and I met on the road in Indianapolis and dude, it sparked, I mean, he's, I would say he's probably my best friend in comedy now. And we met like that on the road. He was cool as fuck. Yeah. And I was like, you want to go to St. Elmo's and, you know, go to steak and, da, da, da. and then he was like, fuck yeah. And I was like, you want to go out? Fuck Yeah end of the night ended in a weird way we we went to a couple bars we're with a local cop who (laughs) i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say his name but we ended up going out and then they blacked out so hard they took my uber home and i got a bill the next day for him and his buddy puking in my fucking uber i got a Uh... cleaning fee i immediately texted i was like hey man what the fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> Did you fuck your buddy in my Uber? He was like, oh, bro, I'm so sorry. We threw up all over the fucking Uber. I mean, because they were yeah. pounding them. And I was like, it's fine, dude. Just Venmo me the fucking $500 cleaning fee. Oh, my God. Fee. Dude, it's $250 of, t- of 250 per person. They both threw up in this thing. <laughs> No, I was like, no, no, it no. It should be you're...
1: more. It should be more. Yeah, it should be. It more. should be more. It
0: should actually puking in an Uber should cost you a thousand dollars.
1: It's disgusting. That's, That's somebody's he, car. He, puke on puke on. Uh, I'm not no, 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 right. no, no. no. You <laughs> got to be careful though, because if you're a young comic, like I worked with one dude. I worked with one dude. I I hope he hears this, and I hope I don't know. I don't remember his name. Okay. I worked with him in Madison, Wisconsin, and comedy on state. Yeah, and he was Love. fucking hilarious. He was so fucking funny. So talented. Yeah. I want to tell you one of his jokes by not only because then everyone will find that guy and go, yo, bro, they're talking about you. Uh, Um, But it it was really great writing, really great writing, really great personality, big drinker, big partier. And we went out in the afternoon. We went and took a walk and we found a cigar bar. And I was like, hey, let's go have a cigar. And he was like, "Okay." So we sit down have a cigar and they're like, you guys want a whiskey? And I was like, I wouldn't mind a whiskey with a cigar. Now, I don't ever drink. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to lose my absolutes. I don't normally drink before a show. I don't like to get drunk same. and then go yeah, on stage. Same. But I will have. Like, if we're in New Orleans, I'll go out and get a little lit in the afternoon, of early <laughs> afternoon, and then take a nap take and a do nap. the show that night. Yeah, everybody does it. Um, And in this scenario, I like this kid. I thought he was really talented. We had a, a cigar. We had a whiskey. They came around. We had a second whiskey. That's the best one. Yeah. When it starts getting a little, a little warm in your face, and you're like, yeah. okay. You're moving different. Yeah. And then... uh I was like, I think I'm gonna head out. I'm gonna, I want to take a nap because I do want to work out before the show. He was like, I'm gonna have one more whiskey and then I'm gonna fucking bounce. I was like, cool. And uh, we get to the medicinal State, and he just didn't never showed up.
0: <laughs> what the fuck? He just bailed.
1: He, just, he was, he got hammered and fucking. <laughs> By the way, I've had a couple. That's happened to a couple people. Like,
0: they just got too fucked up.
1: Yeah, I yeah, and I just was like, because I think sometimes you can get. I, I have a I've a I have a theory that you can get lost in the branding of me. That uh, like sometimes you go, Oh, it's Bert. He won't care. He's yeah, or, or like he's doing the same thing, not realizing that like it's not an accident that I'm uh that I'm working. Like I'm definitely busting my ass and I, mm-hmm. I have rules that I follow that I don't like to get fucked up before a show. I like to go on stage sober. I like to have a drink when I tell the machine story on my second show. Like I have certain rules. Because that's how the business runs. So you have to have rules for your business. I like to work out before I go on stage. Uh, I like to uh, I like take a nap during the day. I mean, like certain things that I go, that's how that's how I know I operate optimally. And sometimes, man, you'll get guys that are like, especially if like like one of my favorite things in the world to do is they go. And I don't do this a lot. I don't do it anymore at all because I can't. But when you go like San Francisco and you're like oh uh, they're playing a baseball game at like noon. Oh yeah. one thirty, And you're like yeah. oh let's go to the ball game we Have can a do few it. fucking cold beers. Have a few cold beers, cheap seats, get a little sun. <clears throat> yeah. I'll be fucking great. And then you do it and then one guy gets arrested and you're like there goes my feature. <laughs> Like, dude, you couldn't hold it together for fucking a baseball game, like, dude. It was a day game. I'm annihilated.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, by, by the way, side note, my one of my worst strip stories is my buddy in San Francisco in like Chinatown, one of those like shady little strip clubs. <laughs> he goes, "I'm going to buy you a, pri- a, stri- a a dance, but they have to take you in a private room." Yeah. And I was like, "Look, dude, I'm not into the. I'm just letting you know, I'm not. I don't want anything funky. If yeah. this is going to be like a tug off or suck off." I'm not into that shit. He's like, no, no, no. They just have to do one-on-one dances in rooms. That's just like this is a small little thing. Okay, fine. So he buys me a dance. And this girl, this girl is like... You, she's like, You want me to rub on you? And I was like, Oh yeah, you can dance. Yeah, that's it, you know, whatever. Yeah. A- and I'm not kidding, dude. She like she like, grabs, like, it looked like a water pipe like coming out of the ceiling. She grabs it and lifts herself up and it has her feet on my lap and is rubbing my <laughs> cock with her
1: fucking feet. What city was this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I was like, I was like, oh no, no, I'm cool. I'm, thank you. I'm cool. I don't really I just want like a regular dance. Wait. She was like, she she just kept doing it. But dude, I was more impressed at some point. I I backed out of my like oh you're rubbing my cock with your feet like i was on my yeah. jeans yeah but like at some point I, I realized this bitch is holding herself up with one arm yeah rubbing my <laughs> cock i was like the acrobatics was impressive
1: all right two quick stories yeah south africa into a strip club And they walk into the lap dance, they go full touch or no touch. I go, Who the fuck does no touch? I go, Full touch, (laughs) definitely, right? We get there, she goes, Take your pants off. I go, No touch. (laughs) I didn't know you were touching me. I'm sorry. My bad. No touch. No touch. So the second one is we go to the banana room in Amsterdam. You ever been there? No. So we're flying to Tanzania to go do travel channel. I'm with my camera woman. Her name's Laura, Laura, or whatever. One of those LARA. Laura. Laura. And, and, and we get stranded in Amsterdam. We get our, our connecting flight. We miss our connecting flight. So we have 24 hours in Amsterdam. So I say, hey, what do you want to do tonight? She goes, uh, we're checking into the hotel. She goes, uh, I'm hungry. I said, okay, how about this? Soft pitch. Steak dinner. We go to a coffee shop. Get high. Steak dinner. Smoke a joint on our way back. Whiskey. Go to sleep. She's like, deal. Done. She goes, actually, this is going to sound weird, and I know we work together. But I wouldn't mind going to the banana room. And I now I just shot a series for Showtime. Uh, we all did stand up, but we, I went to Amsterdam and worked and did like all the venues or whatever there. It was a series for, I don't, you're going to find it. And so I knew the dudes of the banana room. It's a place where they, the girl puts a banana in her pussy, she peels it with her pussy, she like crack, breaks it open, you know, you're you right. can break the tip, Skills. breaks it open, and then puts it in her pussy, peels it back, and you eat the banana out of her pussy. <laughs> and so. Uh, <laughs> And they kn- say
0: America's the greatest country in the <laughs> fucking world. We don't got no banana room here, baby. What are our soldiers fighting for if we can't have a banana room?
1: She puts ping pong balls in her pussy and pops them out of the out room. You. Oh she, yeah, that's cool. The girl's amazing. So, uh, <laughs> skill, skill. so I said uh, I I can tell you where it is, but I don't think I can go with you. She was like, Oh, well, I'm not going by my fucking self." And I go, "Well, I, I, it's a weird work dynamic. Like, yeah, technically I'm a producer on this show, an executive producer. Yeah, a so sketchy. I can't like go with you." And she goes. Here's the deal. I want to do the banana thing. So just go with me. I want to do the banana. I want to see it. I want to see how. I oh, I thought you meant she
0: wanted it. No, 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 no. She went.
1: I go, I want to see her do the banana thing. I I want to eat the banana. I want to do the, the banana thing. I've heard about this. Yeah. My husband did it. And I was like, okay. So we, we go to the banana room. And as I walk up, they're like, the machine. And I was like, what's up, guys? And they're like, dude, you're back. All good to see you. <laughs> Whatever their accent is. And I go, so I'm with my, my work friend. And she wants to do the banana experience thing, and they go, "Of course, bring the best girl." So we bring this girl. She's beautiful. You're at a bar, like a like an like uh, an like a peninsula bar, right? Uh-huh. That's attached to the wall and and kind of attached to a a strip where they'd all walk, right? So they're standing on the tables technically, and the girl sits down and sh- sits crisscross applesauce, totally naked. She goes, "Okay, three part experience. Uh, we got the banana." And I go, she wants to do the banana. She goes, we got the full body massage with oil. And I go, huh? She goes, I, you massage my whole body with oil. <laughs> we put oil on my body and you rub it to the whole thing. Yeah. And I said, I think we're going to pass on that one. She goes, and then I got the facial massage. I go, oh, facial massage? She goes, yeah, it's a full facial massage. It's very nice. I said, well, why don't you do the banana? I'll do the full facial. And she goes... Uh, Okay. and I go, so where do we start? She goes, well, we start with the full facial massage. Lay back on the table on your back. And I went, so I get on the table, on my back, all the way back. I close my eyes. I'm fucking high as shit. I'm Mm -hmm. thinking, how nice is this going to be? And she puts her pussy on my nose, (laughs) asshole on my mouth, and starts grinding. And I'm like, and I hear, all I can hear is my camera woman going, you thought it was a massage. You thought it was a massage. I thought it was a fucking like rub your no, face reiki. No. She's just fucking rubbing her pussy on my fucking Give face, me that trying to get face. me pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! I laughed so hard. Did she do the banana though? She did the banana. She did yeah, the it fucking, was fucking banana. Awesome. Yeah.
0: God bless you, yeah. you. Banana.
1: Well, we're gonna. I'm going gonna go to Amsterdam. I'll be in Amsterdam in uh, in like three weeks. I've I'm never gonna... played Europe, and I want to go so bad. For
0: real? I've not. I've been there a bunch. I've never played. Every time I, it is going to happen something happens where like yeah. I was filming Dave and then I was filming this movie and then I just couldn't go. And so I felt bad. So now I'm like, I need a gap of time when I can actually go to Europe and do like London run,
1: Scotland, you Ireland, month. you know, full month, full month. Yeah. I want a you big gotta hit Greece. You got to hit Berlin, hit Portugal. Yeah. Like you got Cause those, I mean, look, here's the thing. The sweet spot is going to be UK, Brit, uh, UK, uh, Ireland. That's the sweet spot. Yeah. You could do, you technically, technically you can do the, U, you can do the UK and, and be in and be out. And you'll have a great fucking.
0: Experience. But I, rather, I want to travel too. Then you know. Well, the
1: Oslo, uh, Copenhagen, like that run in, through Scandinavia, like Sweden, Denmark, Copenhagen, whatever. I don't. I, I fucking, this. I can't remember what's the city and what's the country up there. But then that's great. Antwerp, Amsterdam, that's fucking great. Amsterdam's yeah. great. And then and then when you start getting into the Berlin, uh, uh, Athens, Portugal, like that's. But I, I mean, I gotta be honest with you. The first time I did it. I would have bailed on – I wouldn't have bailed on any of it because I, I kept a lot of it in. I bailed on what I would have bailed on. But, like, what, what was great was, like, baths. I don't I don't know that my touring – but, like, Manchester, fucking sick.
0: All over England.
1: Ma- England's the shit. Yeah. England's the shit. It really is. Scotland, Glasgow is pretty fucking amazing, really amazing. But Eng- England – London is a uh, London's New York, so it's yeah. going to be what it is. Yeah. But when you get outside in there, like the oh, Birmingham, Manchester, Dublin, yeah, Dublin is well, Dublin's we, next level. We Dublin. were just in
0: there, we were in Ireland, and of course, like a bunch of people were like, Santino, you're playing a show, and I was like, no show, and they're like, why are you here, and I was like, <laughs> to visit, and they're all like. Okay. Like they're, they're annoyed. They're like, you don't get to go anywhere if you're not fucking doing a show. I was like, we're just on fucking vacation.
1: (laughs) We went to the bar across the street from the venue. I told everyone at the venue, I said, I'm going next door to the bar. Yeah. I'll be drinking there. If you want to come over and say hi or take a picture, I'll be there. I I used to do that. I used to do that. I used to do that. It was so problematic. I used to do that everywhere I went. I would just, as soon as I get done, I go, we'd pick a bar first. We We'd usually pick it. Uh, my tour manager would pick it, and it would be a dive bar, but not like a tiny dive bar, cool dive bar, like a really bad bar, like a piece of shit yeah and and or really close, whatever we would walk to, yeah, and so we picked the bar in Ireland, right across the street from the venue, and it was so packed that they were twelve deep on the sidewalk, and they and they were letting they were and they, and the, the, i don't even know what the rules are, but everyone was drinking on the sidewalk, yeah, i couldn't even make it into the bar, and by the time I got into the bar. It was fucking chaos. And when I got up to the bar to get a I got a Guinness, the bartender goes, you Get the fuck out. And I go, what did I do? And he goes, you made this fucking happen. Get the fuck out. And I go, what? And he goes, I don't need your business. Get the fuck out. Like he was like, he was like, we were having a good night yeah.
0: and you ruined they're it. I'm gonna give you twenty thousand dollars tonight. He's like, uh, get the actually those die bar guys want it to still be a die bar Yeah, the They time. don't, don't want to make the money. Dude,
1: I have that and that's almost like the coolest bar you go to. Yeah. Is when they're like, I don't give a fuck about money. Get the fuck These out. These are my regulars and yeah. now they're fucking crammed up against the wall. What do you
0: think, I opened a bar to make a living? <laughs> Fuck off. It's for me and my friends that get, get shit-faced at. Oh Yeah, no. I, I, would you ever, by the way, would you ever own a bar?
1: I was thinking about that yesterday.
0: Because you, of all fucking people, why would you not? Burt's Bar, baby. Burt's so, is such a great name. If you Are going, are you guys going to Burt's? That's a oh, great name for a that bar. That is a great bar.
1: I wanted to open a bar called, um, called Rickshaw's. Okay. On, Let's save that
0: for Bobby Lee. On... <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Open it on Ventura and just have a bunch of rickshaws outside, right? Okay. Like five rickshaws. Yeah. Okay. It's always parked in the loading zone. Five rickshaws, really nice ones too. Okay. Old school where the dude runs it. Yeah, real and, rickshaws. And then the rule, yeah, real rickshaws. And then the rule is if you live within like uh like a half a mile or a mile, a mile, we will rickshaw you to and from. All you gotta do is call us. That's pretty brilliant. And so then and so then people will be like, You guys want to go to rickshaws tonight? Yeah, calm up. Hey, you guys got room for two? And you're like, oh, be there in 10 minutes. And then you get in a rickshaw and you know you can get back and forth. I just thought it was like the coolest idea. I, I was thinking about that yesterday. We were I was yesterday, I was driving through you look at all these places that have vape shops, right? Yeah. And I was like, I wonder if you could open a bar or a comedy club bar. Like if 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 you could open up, I wouldn't mind opening up a small, very small, like I, I often think about like how much it would cost to buy the Ha Ha. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to own. I would love to own a dive bar, like you know John Lucci and Dan Aykroyd did. Yeah. That. I would love, if Tommy still live here, it would already be happening because he's, his business brain is so fucking quick that like the second I bring something to him, he f- turns around and brings something 10 times bigger. Yeah. He's like, okay, you want to do that? Hold on. Let me, let me do my magic. Uh, we'd already own one and I, I but I would love to own a little dive bar. I, it would have to be close to my house. so It's going to be in fucking the Valley.
0: What's wrong with that? The Valley's the fucking best.
1: Yeah. Pat's is a pretty great bar already though. Pat's is great. You know, it's a Packers bar.
0: No, I don't they like it paint, anymore. I
1: know. They just painted outside. They're like home of the Packers. And you're like,
0: that's an odd bar.
1: Yeah, no. Pat's is a great bar. Pat's used to be the local bar for all the black actors and comedians. Wait, what do you mean? That, uh, every, like that was their spot. That was their spot. That's where they would go party. And so when you went, you'd go in, you would see, I'm talking like everyone who was working. Anyone that was on Black Panther was there. Like it was fucking everyone, <laughs> everyone. And you go in, you. I mean, that was that was like every night you go there, and I'd run into someone who is in like the MLK movie or fucking mm-hmm. like just so. But past the school, I used to live right. I literally lived a like catty corner from that. I would go there all the time.
0: Not anymore. You can't do it. You're you're uh, you're too big to just go out to meander at bars now. No, I am not yeah you are it's my favorite thing in the world but when you go to local bars are you do you not get harassed no you don't uh yeah you
1: do i'm trying to think i haven't been to a bar i'm saying you probably don't go out to bars i don't go out often now i mean now that i think about it like on tour it's been kind of chaotic and then and the play the venues we play are usually very isolated in the middle of nowhere yeah and so um so there's not local bars around there. We went to a bar. We went to a bar with Sean Patton in um Love Sean. In Fairmont. Fairmont? Fairmont. In Chicago? Rosemont. Oh Rosemont. I was in like Rosemont. Fairmont, yeah, we did yeah. the Rosemont thing. Rosemont Horizon. Or yeah. what do they call it now? They call I'm, it something else. I don't know. But we did that. <laughs> and uh and Sean Patton was at Zany. Zany's like right next door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we didn't even know that when we went to this great Tiki bar and Sean Patton was there and I ended up partying with Sean Patton and no one harassed us. Me and Sean talked the whole time. Uh, his features were, were with him. We just all hung out. It was That's fucking great. That's the burbs.
0: That's why it's great. You yeah. go down
1: to the city, you're fucked. Probably. Yeah, M- maybe. City, I don't know. In Chicago, a different story. Well, it's my, it's, I think I've sold myself as the guy to be fucked. It's like, I'm like, 100%. it's yeah. like, come hang out with me, come talk to me, come meet me. I don't mind that. I've never minded that. So I always enjoyed it. I was saying it today. Like, I, I enjoy uh, I enjoy the trappings of this. Yeah. Like, the fun of it. The, the like, people being nice to you. I, that, I enjoy that. Almost more than money, to be dead honest with you. The, you. You like the culture. I love the fucking that someone's nice to you for no reason at all. That you like walk up. And like, like today, this guy just walked up, walked into where I was getting my medication and Right it over on Riverside. And he just walked up. He's like, oh, dude, I fucking love you. And I was like, oh, thanks. He's like, man, you made me laugh so hard, man. And I was like, oh, thanks. He's like, keep doing what you do. And then I was like, "Oh, cool! No one does that to other people in this world. No, yeah. no one like walks up to a fucking cop, well, dude. I fucking love you, well, especially not a cop, <laughs> dude. I fucking hate you, dude. I mean, but it's like I, I, I actually got in my car, and I was like, that was really nice. But I love the I, I would I should buy a bar. I, I I highly
0: encourage it. Of all people that I think could work out for you, it would, especially because I don't think you would be in it to make this. It wouldn't be a big business venture like L.A. is where in L.A., New York, any big city." it's so hard to make a successful restaurant or bar for you it would be something that would be more like a fun hobby to just break even on
1: you know what i mean how how great and so what if i did the what the viper room was for young hollywood i do for Old Hollywood and <laughs> <in> Sherman Oaks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just doing it for like dads who are in the business, a bunch of grips and and fucking yeah, 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 yeah. and a bunch of cameramen. <laughs> I think that's we're like it was like oh, this is a good place to drink. You know, it's good whiskey. He's got like a, what would be your catch though? So like, like if you open a bar, soft pitch. If you open a bar, where, where would you like? You'd want to offer just a little bit more. Like obviously, we could do stand up there but i think we then we take away from the fun of just going there and disappearing
0: yeah i'd want it to be more fun than have that other element i want it to be just kind of a getaway
1: would you have high-end whiskeys would you what would be your if if it was up
0: to like if i could have it it is not feasible financially but every single week uh would be featuring like one brand of whiskey and all of their different like uh, subsets, right? Like the brand and then all their different makes and models and every year from the cheapest of the cheapest to the most high end, you know, like, or once a month you could do this, I guess. So people come in and they can get the lowest end or they could get the most fucking fancy shit. And, yeah. You know, with all that comes along with it, like.
1: Well, that's so funny. Our brains work so differently. (laughs) I was—I thought you were gonna say I get high-end bartenders, like a celebrity bartender. Every we can do that too. Yeah, you get a celebrity bartender, or or, and and maybe the tips go to charity. So you get a bar where everyone's like, we keep the tips. Oh yeah, we're keeping the fucking tips. I wonder if you can make much money on booze. Probably right. Yeah, you water it down. Yeah. yeah.
0: My buddies own two bars on Water Street in Milwaukee, and they were super successful, and they finally got out. But those guys were like, owning a bar is so fucking... I'd want to own a beer garden.
1: A beer garden. Beer garden's tight. Do a beer garden where you could smoke weed, and I serve, like, chicken wings. Uh Uh-huh. I love chicken wings. You do. Like, what do you love off of a menu? And let's serve pizza. I love pizza.
0: Pizza, but it's got to be pretty good. For me, bar food always is wings. Wings? Uh... I mean, but I love a good bur- a bar, a bar burger. But wings over bar burger, onion rings. I really want matzo sticks are a big clutch. And if the place has bomb nachos, Papa's getting a big
1: plate of fucking nachos. What if you open a bar called Starters and it's just apps?
0: just starters? Oh my god, let's do it! <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. No main courses, no just starters. Just no starters. salads, no soups, no entrees. And and every week you bring in new starters. New starters, holy shit! I love I'm it. I'm done. I'm sold. I, would, I I
1: would actually, now that you say that, I might look into buying a bar because my wife's buying houses right now. That's her thing. That's her game. She, <laughs> she is, she is, uh, not flipping them. <laughs> <laughs> She's just simply acquiring them. Just let them She's building a portfolio, <laughs> and so and so she. Uh, but I was kind of my like my. <laughs> We got into a fight right before I came here. God bless. She was wants to buy. We bought a we bought a house to do the podcast out of. Yeah,
0: you told me that. right? And
1: then she wants to buy the house next to it because it's for sale. Holy shit! And so I was like, and I was like, hold on. I was like, I, I don't know. And then, and we had just had a big team meeting, and and I was like, hey, baby, I got five fucking minutes. I got to get over to Santino's. I got five fucking minutes. Okay, so if you can make this happen, make it happen quick. And she goes, I'm all the guts. You're all the fucking glory. Do you understand that? <laughs> she goes, you get all the fucking glory. We're all busting our ass around you, but you're the one they celebrate, okay? Well, give it to the guts. And I was like, and I literally was like, that makes so much sense. She wakes up at <laughs> six in the morning, gets girls to school, yeah. cleans the kitchen, does all the shit. And then her side hustle is she wants to acquire properties. And and, and she's been very good at it. And we, she wants this one to rent out. And she was like, "I'll I'll buy it. I'll know that it's right next door to us. So it's, they don't need to know that we own the house next to it. I'll buy it and I'll rent it out. And I was just I get panics. I don't really understand money totally. So I'm like, I'm like, I, is this a good fucking investment? Like, is this a? And then I I was like, I was like, I want to bring because I don't have any offers to invest. I don't have like, right. I don't have anything to say to like, what about this or what about that? I can just go. I just go, no." And then she goes, yes. I go, okay. So like, I don't really, I don't have any like counter offer of like, what if we invested? But if we invested in a bar, oh, there's no way she's letting me invest in a bar. Come on, starters. Starters. We're making
0: starters. Cheers to starters. Starters. Let's make starters. I want to make it. Um, Nice
1: outdoor fucking, people can smoke weed.
0: Yeah, I want to, we got to have more outdoor space than indoor space. By the way, my dad always said that. He come to LA, he's like, how the fuck does this city have more indoor space than outdoor space? You're spending the time outside all year round. I never got it. Some of my favorite bars, I'm like, why can't I go outside? Like, COVID yeah. did that. It helped a lot where they <laughs> expanded patios Yamashiro's.
1: Yamashiro up at the top of the hill. Yeah. And Yamashiro's now outdoors. I took my daughters to eat there. I hadn't been there forever. I took my daughters to eat there before we went to some fucking play or whatever. And there's outdoor seating. And I was like, oh, why hasn't this been here forever? I know. This is the most beautiful view in Los Angeles.
0: Was the best thing COVID did was make us get outside.
1: Outdoor space. Find it. Zone it. Buy it. You got to buy it. Yeah, you got to buy it. You gotta buy it because you want to own it. Because then once you own it, then you're just making money on money. Yeah. Well, okay. So so ready five comics that you you buy a bar with. Like if we were gonna start a corporation and all buy a bar. Mm. Now here's the here's the catch. Can't include Rogan. Can't include anyone that doesn't live here.
0: <clears throat> okay. Um. That's so funny. Nobody here drinks anymore. I know. No,
1: me, you. Yeah. Me and you can't go. do Theo. can't do Burr. No. Can't do. There's a lot of people you can't fucking do.
0: Justin, probably wouldn't. Because he doesn't drink enough, he drinks though. He he enjoys it once in a while, but it's yeah. not like it's not a part of his culture.
1: Yeah, but God, he'd be so good at a bar. Well, you know, what? he's so he's so sexy when you see again. him sitting at the fucking back bar in the at the store, his leather jacket, and he's just cool. He's always he's so sweet, fuckable. He's a, that guy. He's so, He's not I hate, not to hate, not to hate to ruin his career, but he's not the cunt you'd think he'd be. He's the right. nicest fucking guy in the world. Yeah, he's so sweet. Yeah, he's like,
0: hey man, how you doing? How's everything been? How's the road? And he looks you in the eye when he speaks. He's yeah. really, like slow and calm. So he's like listening. I don't know, dude. Honestly, who else in this town could who? we buy a bar with? Are we the last drinkers? Yeah, we're kind of the last ones. That I mean, sucks. if you can think of somebody else, for now. Listen okay, up, America. Okay, let's tip in. Starters tip in. will be opening in the in the next year or two. Let's
1: tip into the celebrities because are a celebrity we can get involved.
0: Um, who's a big drinker celebrity that you know? Who's know, does everyone. anybody like to party anymore? No one.
1: Everyone's fucking pussy This is
0: like two frat guys who are at the house after everybody everybody yeah. left, and they're like, "I guess we have what to clean up." What the fuck happened to these punks?
1: <laughs> uh, no, uh, no. I'm thinking. I'm trying to think. No, Nick. Nick. Nick Swartzen. That's a bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) Nick Swartzen would be the best to buy a bar That'll backfire. It'll backfire. It's going to backfire on all of us one day. Nick Swartzen's in. Nick Swartzen's in. in. All right, so me, you, Swartzen. Me, you, Swartzen. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, No? Uh, No. Nobody.
0: Every Every time I go to somebody, I'm like, No? No. We could have Marin just run secu- security, <laughs>
1: just check IDs. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> See, New Yorkers have a better have a better opportunity at this. Yeah, like the new like Sam Morel, Mark Norman, Ari Shafir. They all fucking, drink. They all drink. They're yeah. all fucking fun. What happened to our fucking scene? Did Rogan really ruin it for us when, when he, he left? COVID, he told, COVID, and him leaving. COVID. And Rogan leaving.
0: It was like this dual thing that happened. And then people moved and people left and... <gasps> Wait.
1: Is it upon us to fo- to find the next... Like, you know how, like, I don't mean to say this, like, this is going to come out weird. But, like, you know, Ari and Bobby Kelly and, and all those guys that are a little older in the New York scene kind of fostered the, like, blowing up of, like, the... Like, they were like the first ones to call to Rogan and be like, yo, you gotta have Legion of Skanks on, you know? Or yeah. they they were the first ones to call and be like, you gotta have Mark Norman on, you gotta have like Big J on, you gotta have Shane Gillis on. Th- that was the scene that kind of, and this is obviously I'm a little buzz. So if it sounds like, if you're hearing this and you're like, that's not how that happened, everyone's allowed to their opinion. Um, this is my opinion. <laughs> yeah. But like that, they fostered that scene by, by, Really, New York's exploding right now, Huge. and what's crazy is like guys like Bobby, guys like Le- uh, Legion of Skanks, like Shane, like F- Are You Garbage, like KFC uh, Radio, like yeah. Big Cat, yeah. uh, fucking Barstool. They're all they're all kind of fostering young talent because you know they're doing podcasts and they're in the know. Is it our job to do that in L.A. Because no one, what podcasts are left in L.A.
0: Uh, me, you. Bobby, Bobby's other show, yeah, and then,
1: oh, this is rude because I know there's other great ones. No, no, uh, Nick Neil Neil Brennan just started a podcast. I don't mean great.
0: I just mean like size wise, Com- we're
1: pretty big. Yeah, and comics that are in the know that are in the clubs. Neil Brennan just started a podcast called Blocks, but he's got a lot of huge celebrities on. But it's he needs to have young comics on. Yeah, um, should. <laughs> and so then, and so then, I got. I guess if I guess, ultimately. You gotta be in the clubs every night watching comics and going, you're funny as fuck. Like like Joe did to Laura Bites. Yeah, same thing. That's how she broke through. And and he was like, she's I was with him that night. Yeah. We got high as fuck in the back and we were like, we should go in and watch a little comedy. And we sat down and Laura just got on stage and she fucking murdered and we were crying, laughing. And he was like, what's her name? And I was like, I'll find out. And I went and got it. And then I texted, we both followed her on Instagram and he DM'd her. And then, but that's Joe. Joe's really good at that. I'm not that great at it.
0: I, I try. It's super hard too because it's everything is severed and and, right. you're, and you're busy, so you. So who get are the who
1: are the best comics? for? I'll tell you, guy. I'll tell you people. I can tell you, a, two people I saw that uh, that are maybe are not L.A. But one is who I'm going to say. I'm going to say this: the best comedy special I've seen on YouTube, and I've I, all my friends are on YouTube, and I just say this. Pull me apart from all of that I love every single one, but the person who made me laugh the hardest for forty eight minutes, mm-hmm. Jackie Cation.
0: Oh, she's so fucking funny. She
1: her special is a different type of funny. It, it is a different type of funny. It's a, it's an old school funny that like for me, it 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 has it has hints of like Louis mm-hmm. Anderson. Hints of, uh, like, Midwest authenticity. Oh, yeah. She has a chunk about her dad, Russ, that is so fucking funny. When she's talking about her 85-year-old dad, Russ. Yeah. It is so fucking funny. She is so good. Oh, yeah. And she's, so, and she's been doing it. You know, here's the, the real secret sauce to, uh, I'm buzzed. I apologize already <laughs> for what I say. <laughs> but here's the thing. For, like, guys like me and you, yeah. for a white guy. Uh, I'm white. We're not. We're not, like... Uh, we we get success later in life usually or you get it right away. Yeah. There's not like a lot of like – and sometimes for women, they get it right away or not at all, right? Yeah. But the thing that makes – the thing that you love about Bill Burr, I'll just say this, is that he got to kind of like fuck around and, and find his way and he didn't get really like great at comedy, great at for the masses until he was like 45 or something or, or 40 maybe. I
0: would say early 40s, yeah. Yeah,
1: early 40s. The thing that's brilliant about Jackie – She's been doing it as long as Bill Burr, but now she's just starting to pop. And you see the fucking textured or or just original material that is like authentically fucking amazing. It's the best special I've seen. It's so top to bottom, one of the fucking Hardest hitting specials I've ever seen. When
0: do you have a special coming out for yourself?
1: Um, I can't announce it, but next year. Fucking hiccups. Yeah, yeah. How would you get hiccups? That should take in and that in. Uh, I put an air in my throat. Um, Derek Stroop. Derek Stroop. Do you know him? No. Fucking Com- just like Jackie, Jackie Young occasion. Comic. Young Comic. Uh, I just I just was sent his hour. I don't even think it's on YouTube. To be honest with you, and it's so D E R R D E R R I C K. Stroop, S-T-R-U-P.
0: All right, look up Derek Stroop. Watch Kation. Also, watch... I really love... I really love fucking Ari's Jew. I was oh oh, oh
1: oh oh Listen, listen. Jew was great. I, I don't need to promote Ari. Yeah, like, he everyone need knows. It. Everyone knows Ari. Shane Gillis, Mark Norman, Sam Morrell's got a new special. These are all my best friends. I love those guys. Yeah, I'm not going sit and promote them all day long. But, but you've already heard that. I want yeah. to tell you someone you haven't heard. Where you go? Oh, shut the fuck up! This guy, Derek Stroop, man, so talented. He reminds me mm. so much of Ron White that it that i that but in a, in a different vein that i i was laughing hysterically at him jackie cation man she fucking re i mean like i'm glad i hadn't seen her special before i shot mine because it would have fucked my head up why it's that good damn it's that fucking good
0: <clears throat> can you tell me are you going to put it on a netflix or are you putting it on somewhere it's on else? netflix yeah okay yes yeah, right.
1: yeah my, netflix, my next one's on netflix
0: because i do see people moving away from netflix now
1: yeah it's i, it's, I, I gotta be honest with you i i can't believe I didn't notice the business move earlier. I watched Burr's first special on Netflix on YouTube. Someone's like, "Why don't you watch it on Netflix?" And I was like, "Who has fucking Netflix?" I didn't realize everyone did. Yeah. And then I the and then and it's so easy to watch a special on Netflix. It's so easy. I would literally Jackie Cation. I, I saw one of her clips. One of her clips was uh, on Instagram, and I thought that's funny. I go, "That looks like a special." Yeah. So I went to her link in her bio. I clicked it, and then I it took me to her special, and I went, "Oh, I'll watch this." And I watched it, and uh, I was I was honestly blown the fuck away. I watched. I have very seldomly watched an hour of stand forty eight minutes. I think it's forty eight minutes. I watched the whole thing sitting in my bed, just watching it, laughing hysterically. So good, it's so good, and it's and it's not dirty, and it's and there's a little bit of like a little bit, but not really, but like political stuff at the end, you know, like but not really, but kind of. Yeah. So it's but it's it's just it's for everyone, and I love that kind of comedy. Um, uh, Moses Storm special is amazing. He's he's on uh, HBO Max, I think.
0: He's super good.
1: Yeah, but I think I mean I think
0: mine's out right now. Well, when this comes out, it'll be out on what Netflix. Oh yeah. Oh, I just saw the promo for it. January Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. Fuck yeah, dude! Everybody, everybody's like, "Why Cheeseburger?" And I'm like, "Well, that's the the whole point is like for people to see it to find out why the fuck it's called Cheeseburger." Watch Cheeseburger right now. Watch these specials. Watch the new. Watch out. For the new bar that's coming called Starters. Starters, Bert and I. Bert, I love you. Thank you for coming on the Brother, show.
1: Brother, I'm so I bummed I, I haven't hiccups. done this until right now. I know. I'm um, mad. So I'm, I'm building a new podcast studio. We're going to be up and running in February. I'll
0: be there. I'd love to have I'll you. be there. We end the show the same way. Look at that camera. Say one word or one phrase to end the show. Uh, it'll be cemented in history whenever you're ready. Cheeseburger.
1: In here... We pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. You were that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like that the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for
0: the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers.